Ladies and gentlemen, Ugly Sonic. For this is Afraid the Alien Productions podcast. Visual gag. I think I'm developing a teeth phobia. No! (laughs) Get it away, get it away. Cue the music. Hello. Hi. Hello. <laughs> hello, hello. I'm a Kendall Richardson. I'm a Fulia Kantarmaju. And Scotty doesn't know. Scotty doesn't know. Don't tell Scotty. Hope you get a good lawyer. <laughs> For I am a Michael Lister. <laughs> and that is all the political content you will be finding on tonight's show. Because you are now experiencing a podcast called Fred. Yes, yeah, you are. Experiencing it through the medium of podcasts and videos and all the other social bits that we can just wring all the content out. Just like, just like a dirty old sock that's full of pond scum and... Yeah. <laughs> Serve it up on toast. Yes. Wow. On toast. Um, thank you for joining us uh, for another another episode of the show. Lots to talk about, so let's just get right to it. Uh, Fulia, my dear, yes. what have you been I- watching? So I watched a few things. I started watching a new anime called Ace Attorney, um, which is based off the video game, not the other way around. Uh, Objection! Uh, yeah. Objection! You've never um, played the game. No, I've never played the game, no. That's why I started watching the series. <laughs> I know, I know. I well I wanted to check I wanted to check out the actual anime series first to see what it was about, even though it was based off the game. And mm. if I really enjoy it, maybe I'll go back and actually buy the game and play it. So And I kinda like these sort of court dramas, so and in anime form it's a lot of fun. Um so there is that. So yeah, definitely enjoying Ace Attorney. Um, and oh, we also started in the Discord. We also started watching um, another anime, and it's called Spy Cross Family. Um, and that anime is actually really cool because it's a comedy spy action sort of a series. Um, and so far, uh, they've only aired six episodes. So. At the moment, it's sort of simulcasting on Crunchyroll. Hashtag not sponsored. But (laughs) (laughs) wish we were. Mm, I know. Give me your Uh, crunchy money. I'll take it. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, I'm really, really enjoying Spy Cross Family. It's uh, lots of fun. It's essentially a uh, a spy who has to do a mission where he needs a family to be able to do it because they need the kid to go to the school that they're – for the person that they're after and it's a whole thing but then he has so he ends up adopting a child that can mind read 
and then uh, needs a and in order for the child to even go to the school because it's a really high prestigious school uh, they they need to have both parents at this interview for the school and so now then he has to go find himself a partner a wife <laughs> does it very quickly and comes across an assassin <laughs> but neither so it's kind of like a mrs and mr and mrs smith sort of scenario where neither of them actually know what who they are like really um only the kid knows because she can hear their thoughts <laughs> So she's just like playing it up to make sure that she's with them the whole time. And um, so far it's, it's been a lot of fun and I'm really enjoying it. Um, definitely worth checking out. I think. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Nice. Um, a movie that I've watched, I've actually, I've watched a couple of movies, but we're going to save one of them for later. Um, <laughs> I watched uh, a, a Netflix movie. Um, took me a while to get around to it, but I've, thought why not let's just do it now and i watched red notice oh yeah that's the uh, chris hemsworth thing isn't it no no <laughs> oh that's that's something else red no red. this one's the dwayne johnson ryan reynolds and gal gadot one. Oh, yes that one i actually enjoyed it it was a lot of fun and mm-hmm. reminded me very much of oceans 11 and very much the heist movie um and there was a yeah, a lot of things happen. Double crossing everywhere, uh, <laughs> and uh, the end kind of threw me off because I was like, <laughs> "Oh, I was not expecting that." Okay, <laughs> oh, twist, <laughs> twist upon twist, a twist upon um, twist. Yeah, so definitely go check out Red Notice. It's actually quite fun. Okay. I really enjoyed it. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, and that's, that's pretty much all I've been watching. I've been catching up on uh, MasterChef um, and finally got around to watching the grand final of Lego Masters. Yes! I kind of figured that it was going to be the winners that were announced. Yes. Yeah, me, me too. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of figured. They, they had a really awesome build too, so oh, I was, it was, um, it was, I was far, not surprised. It was by far the best one. Like, For them, yes, 100%. Yeah, yeah. I reckon. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, but the other two teams did very well. Very well. Um, they also were pretty much up there. I was not expecting the second place to go to Caleb and Alex. <laughs> I know. But they did so well with their little quirky tree. It and, was, it was great. Um, yeah. With their mini fig town. And it was cute. It was very cute. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all I've been watching. Nice. That's it. <laughs> it's, it's a lovely, lovely roundup. Thank you very much. Yeah. Michael. Hello. Um, what have you been watching TV and movie wise this week? Go. Just like last week, not really much. Been tackling some um, writing, trying to get that done before the end of June. So uh, all my time's basically held up with that. Uh, but what I have been watching, uh, there was a Netflix thing that that I watched, uh, which was uh, fairly new. It was the it, it was called uh, the the hall. It, it was like a Hall of Fame sort of. Uh, but with uh, stand-up comics, uh, which they sort sort of put the put these particular uh, comedians in the in their quote-unquote Netflix Hall of Fame of um, 
of comedians. And the four were George Carlin, uh, Joan Rivers, Robin Williams, and Richard Pryor. And Nice. And with that, there, there was a, a couple of comedians who were introducing uh, these particular people. Uh, first off, you got Pete, da- uh, Pete Davison uh, talking about what this sort of thing is. Um, and the person introducing um, uh, George Carlin in the Hall of Fame was uh, Ron Stewart. Uh, uh, sorry, John Stewart, not Ron Stewart. And uh, Joan Rivers was... was uh, uh oh uh listen mccarthy i think i can't remember um and um and you got john mulaney uh doing a spiel for for um uh robin williams and uh uh sorry i'm just full of food and i'm slurring my words <laughs> <laughs> and i got dave Chappelle doing richard Pryor, and also um uh uh, Ross Hall coming out. Ross Hall? No, not Ross Hall. Ross uh, Noble? No, the guy who does all the roasts. The roast master. Um, I don't remember his name. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but Whoops. he did a he did like an honourable mentions, and it was basically everyone everyone who who's uh, died recently, like mm. uh, with Bob Saget. Uh, 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 Gilbert Gottfried, um, uh, Norm Macdonald, and and uh, uh, Louis Anderson, and it was it was just doing a spill about that. So it, so it was nice. It was uh, it was heartfelt as well as funny at the same time. So mm. and and uh, the most off coloured joke, but heartwarming at, at the same time, is when he he was talking about uh, Bob Saget. Um, when, when, uh, it's like, he, he, he was like a big main star, but he lived like a comedian and he sort of died like a comedian. He was, he was on the road. He he was, he was alone in a hotel room and he slipped and fell and, 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 um, and, and banged his head, uh, which is fitting for someone who, uh, hosted America's Funniest Home Video Show. So there was a bit of awe and laughter, and it's sort of, yeah, it's sort of a mixed match. But it was nice, and um, yeah, seeing seeing bits of uh, Robin Williams just went, oh, I miss him. Yeah, miss me him so too. Much. Me too. So yeah, and um, quite the opposite of what I've been watching as well. Me and the wife actually sat down to watch uh, Jackass Forever, um, which was a bit of fun because it brought me back to my preteen years. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yes, yes. They're a lot older. Uh, it's still, still it, it's a weird, it's a weird thing watching people get hurt <laughs> and laugh at the same time. Yeah, and a lot of dick torture, especially in this one. I, I was definitely going no, don't do that. <laughs> Be more painful for you to watch it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, getting a pogo stick in the in the groin is a bit bit much. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, um, uh, there was a series finale of this particular show that I'm sort of into. Uh, it, I think it's called Australia. <laughs> 
It was like a big, <laughs> big grand finale. No, Michael. And we were hoping, he's like, it sort of felt good at the end because, you know, the, the underdog sort of won. And it was great. Oh, that's good. I'm glad. Yeah. Like, like the protagonist was, uh, wasn't tre- treating people like well or even good and just getting away with so much bullshit. And it was great. It was great. Um, and the and the good guy won in the end. So, <laughs> yes, that's. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear it went. It went well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> How about you, Kendall? Did you did you <laughs> were you re- <laughs> did you enjoy the 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 um the final se- uh, final series of uh, Australia? <laughs> Um, I oh. apparently there's going to be a 30, 31st season. Apparently there is. It got picked up again. Yeah. See how um, see how that goes. Yeah. We'll 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 see. No, I uh, I didn't I didn't watch Australia. I um I googled the ending. Um. So I I just <laughs> oh. I didn't want to I didn't want to sit through the all the filler and uh, the boring plot points that go nowhere. Um. I just thought I would get to the the sweet spot and find it find out who won so you did a version of me with morbius <laughs> yes i did i did mike mike doing morbius with <laughs> with the season finale of australia yes all right that's enough of that series um, finale or is it um season finale probably season finale if it's been season. picked up again Mm-hmm. Yeah, season finale, season finale. That's, See how that's this guy true. goes. See, yeah. <laughs> See how he goes. Anyway, so um, this week uh, I watched a few things. Uh, of course, as Fulia mentioned, uh, Lego Masters Australia finished up its fourth season during the week. Don't spoil um, it. I haven't seen it, which I probably <laughs> won't see it. And probably forget. <laughs> Don't forget. It's really good. Uh, yeah. So that was, that was a lot of fun uh, to watch that. Uh, sad that it's over again for another year, but um, mm-hmm. you know something to look forward to in 2023. Sh- Unless they bring out a Christmas special. Unless again. they do a Christmas special, that would be great. Except speaking of Christmas specials, yeah. Uh, later on in the show, <laughs> I'm putting in seeds, seeing if they're <laughs> Yep. Um... <laughs> I don't know where I was going with my train of thought. Anyway, Lego Masters was good. Um, I was happy with the way it ended. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, yeah, hopefully. Um, hopefully, yeah, we get a Christmas special that's actually broadcast in December this year. That would make more sense. Or if they did like a Halloween special. Not that a Halloween is an Australian holiday, but it's becoming one very quickly. Yeah. Um, that, you know, because my favorite builds that they do on the show generally revolve around... Like when they go more into the genre pieces, so when they do mm. their spooky builds or their sci-fi builds, like I really love that stuff. So I would love to see a special. Um, Hamish, if you're watching and listening, I'm sure <laughs> you are because you're you're that kind of nicer guy. Um, yeah. Please make it happen. Well, maybe I've heard things. You've heard. He, you've heard things. Yeah, he punches puppies. <laughs> That's a delicious rumor. I'm, I'm making up stuff. Uh, anyway, move on now. Um, I've watched two. Well, I started a new series during the week um, because finally uh, the Essex Serpent has started streaming on um, 
Apple TV Plus, which is the new Tom Hiddleston show um, that I've been waiting for for so long, and it's finally How's here. How's that going? It's good. It's good. It's three episodes in. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, I'm really, I'm really liking it. It's really interesting. Very well made show. Um, and it's just, I've ne- you know, it's, it, Tom's playing a character like I've never seen him play before. So that's interesting. Um, what and- good. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> 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 He's good in everything. What do you mean? Um, <laughs> I know you meant good. You meant good guy as opposed to bad guy. I, I, I got it. <laughs> yeah. Well, person of the cloth, you know. Yes, person of the cloth. They've yes, got their is. skeletons in their closet. Oh, they do. No, there's definitely some hints that his character is a bit has something oh. else going on, but not overly. Um, the main topic of the show is dealing with whether or not this serpent that is the titular serpent of the series, if it's actually real or not, because it looks like it's real, but we don't know if it's real. So it's. Oh, yeah. It's feeling like a very almost a Salem witch trails sort of vibe where like, you know, there's this small town is kind of affected by the hysteria that this thing might exist. And then certain people that should be, you know, steering people away from madness or are encouraging it. And, um, you know, the people that are trying to help are getting shat on basically. So, but yeah, it's, but it's, it's, it's really good. I really oh, like yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and then. like the crucible cross with, um, uh, uh, Hound of the Baskervilles. Yeah, very much. Very mm. much. That's you've nailed you've really nailed that vibe. That's really exactly what it is. Well, um, I wrote it. I wrote the show. You wrote I the know show. what happens oh. at the end. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Hiddleston's character actually punches puppies. No How dare you say something so awful. And true. Yeah. But it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> it's not true. You it's miss impossible. me. Impossible. <laughs> yeah. Always. Always. Um, and the the last thing I wanted to mention, I watched, I binged a, a mini series um, starring Oscar Isaac and Jessica Chastain called Scenes from a Marriage. Um, this aired uh, like the end of last year on HBO Max in the US and it was, it's on binge here. Um, and wow, I was like completely blown away it's pretty much just the two of them for five episodes um and it's like just this incredible character study of two deeply flawed human beings who have been together for a long time and their marriage starts to fall apart for various reasons and it's just kind of exploring the fallout of that and how each each character just kind of deals with it and and each episode takes place there's like a year between each episode so you see like their development as as people um in relation to each other and outside of each other and you know so it but it was it was so good and i was just like kind of blown away by both of their performances it was yeah they were amazing in it so very glad to have seen that um and yeah i think those those are pretty much my highlights for my weekly watchings i highly recommend everything i just said um cool all right well with that out of the way, I think it's time now to get into the week that was the nerdy news. This is the news and nerdy news. The nerds that talk about the nerdy news. That is us who talk about the news that is nerdy. And now the queen of nerdydom, the hostess with most s, Kendall Richardson. Take it away, Kendall. 
Take it away. I will take it away and run away. Um, starting our news this week, we had a pretty cool announcement. Uh, looks like Daredevil is coming back to uh, to TV. Charlie Cox, hopefully, most likely, reprising his role as Matt Murdock slash Daredevil. Um, and uh, yeah, the series hasn't been actually confirmed by Marvel, but apparently Marvel, when things like this come out they don't really confirm things until a bit later on so marvel has not actually officially said yes it's happening but there are many sources that have spoken with the media that have said yes it's it's legit happening um the cool thing about it though it's not a reboot it's a continuation they are going back to the netflix show and continuing it on um how involved some of the story elements or characters or things are gonna from that are gonna you know come out are gonna if it's gonna be the same tonally or all of this who knows we don't really know because it's a, a bunch of different showrunners actually on this one um so S- Stephen Denight was I think the showrunner of the original Daredevil Netflix show if I'm not mistaken um this time around uh disney has tapped um matt corman and chris ord um who are most known for creating and show running um the spy drama covert affairs um that ran for five seasons so um yeah i'm i'm keen very keen i was very very happy to see this i feel like it's a no-brainer um The fans have been asking for more Daredevil for a long time and just with the way the momentum has gone with, you know, Netflix losing the rights, the shows appearing on Disney+, Plus, Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio also appearing in the MCU, um, you know, in Spider-Man No Way Home and in Hawkeye. It just, it makes a hell of a lot of sense. So hopefully this means the beginning of the resurrection of the Netflix Defenders universe on Disney+, Plus. but I'm not going to hold my breath on that. But I'll take Daredevil for now. Um, Fulia, um, how are you feeling about this news? Because you haven't... Have you have you seen the Netflix show? Do you I re- have not. Do you reckon you'll... I think I've... I think I've... I think when it first came out, I did originally watch the pilot and maybe the second episode. Right. But then I stopped. I'm not sure what it was. Um, maybe at the time I just wasn't really into it. But I might actually... I might actually start it up at some point and just sort of binge through whatever episodes that Netflix had brought out um, in the lead up to the uh, continuation of the actual um, Disney Plus series. So, mm. um, but it's good news that they're doing a continuation rather than you know a complete reboot from the beginning. Yeah. Um. The, you know, because there's no real point if you've already got something that's good. Why would you go and fix it? You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm glad that they're doing a continuation. So what would that be like? Season season four. What would that be? Four. Season four. There you go. So yeah. Um yeah. Well, that's good. That's good to hear. So yeah. No, I'll I'll definitely jump on the Daredevil train at some point. Um. So yeah, looking forward to it. Nice, nice. Um, Mike, I know you recently rewatched Daredevil. How are you feeling about this news? Uh, I haven't watched all of it. I'm still okay. getting through still it. Still going through it. Uh, yeah, um, cool, if it's a continuation. Hopefully there's maybe a little bit of connected tissue of um, uh, No Way Home and also Hawkeye. Uh, 
Mm. Maybe a little bit. Uh, if they if they state that, oh no, it's an alternative. Maybe. So I'm ge- guessing they'll pro- probably do something like that, like try to figure out what's actually happening because you know there there are certain aspects of the universe that uh, contradicts um, the main six one six timeline. Now it's called six one six. Who knows? Maybe this Matt Murdock and uh, Kingpin uh, is part of the eight four eight universe. Eight three eight. Eight three eight. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 Callback to last week. Um. Yeah. Yeah. No. Good point. Maybe. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? But yeah, I'm excited, and uh, I'll continue watching when uh, the new one comes out. So it makes sense, and then we'll do our weekly watchings of the new. New Daredevil <laughs> on, this, on, on the podcast. Concert. You're putting it out there, which means I'm going to have to watch it. Yes. <laughs> Make Folio watch it. Um, maybe. If it's good, I don't know. Ugh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Lord. All right. That was my best ugh. That was your best ugh. It was pretty good. It was better than mine. <laughs> Um, speaking of Marvel, our next item in the news. Um, and speaking of ugh. And speaking of <laughs> ugh, because this, this is interesting. Um, Marvel has signed a deal uh, with Stan Lee, um, Stan Lee Universe, um, to use his likeness for various things. Um, so the things including in this whole thing... It's basically, um, f- so to use him in future movies, TV shows, as well as Disney theme parks, various experiences, and merchandising. Um, yes. So, I mean, as we all know, Stan's been gone a few years now, um, and we miss him terribly every day. Um, this This just raises some concerns for me about, you know, and this has been a topic that's come up, obviously, in the last five, six years since the, you know, computer effects have caught up to, like, oh, we can recreate dead people now. Um, somewhat effectively, but not really. Uncanny Valley. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. So this kind of, you know, this kind of goes into that debate of if it's appropriate or not. Um, where, where, did, where is the line and when have you crossed it? Um, I'm, I look, I'm going to remain cautiously optimistic about whatever they plan to do with, with Stan and his likeness in terms of like how the movies go, like how the MCU goes, like, cause people have seen this news and gone, okay, they're going to put him back in the movies and make him do his cameos again, you know, which obviously haven't happened cause you know, not a thing that can happen anymore, sadly. But, um, I, I kind of feel like they're going to do it in a respectful way because, Kevin Feige is a man of respect, I feel. I don't know. Just the way he's treated the MCU and developed these characters, developed these movies, I just don't... I He's not reckless. He's not careless. He's thought through a lot of stuff. So I would be... I'd be very surprised if Stan's likeness was misused and they actually 
digitally recreated him. And uh, let's hope I'm not eating my words in a year from now. Um, mm. But which is also very possible. But I, I, I know my gut's telling me they're not going to like. It's going to be clever cameos. Like they can recreate him and animated stuff like across the Spider Verse, for example. They could put him in how they put him in and into the Spider Verse. Um, in 2018, um, you know, or just have like photos of him in the background, like cheeky little Easter eggs sort of a thing, you know, just sneak him in somewhere. But just, I don't think it's, I feel like it's not going to be bad, but yeah, it is Disney. Um, the opportunity is there. Um, and then of course there's the whole, you know, using him at theme parks and, and, and stuff like that. I, I kind of don't like the idea of Stan becoming this commodity, I suppose. I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit worried about that. Um, but I don't know, nothing we can do about it. It's happening. Um, I just, I just, all I really hope for is that it's handled with respect for Stan. Um, and I'm sure we can all agree upon that. Um, Fulia, what were your thoughts on this? Are you, are you as optimistic as I am or are you feeling a little less so? Uh, look, to be honest, like, I didn't even think that this was even going to be a thing. Like, for me, it's more of a, you know, once the, once the actor or the person has passed away, um, you want to sort of just leave that person to rest. Um, and I know that it would be amazing to have Stanley back into the MCU and with his little cameos and stuff like that, but... I kind of feel like doing doing that since he hasn't been in the last I don't know few MCU movies since he's been part since he has passed away. I I feel like it's probably not going to be necessary, or more so just the fact that I feel like it might be a little little disrespectful. Maybe um, yeah. I just I just kind of feel like you know now that he's gone, we kind of need to move on as much as we love him so much and do anything to have him back again but um yeah i i don't know like i i personally just don't think it's a good idea to reenact the person who has passed away back into the um back into this into the universe you know unless they were like an integral part of the story Mm-hmm. Maybe like kind of like the way Carrie Fisher was for Star Wars, um, but then once that was done, that was it. They weren't going to bring her back. So, um, yeah, I, I like I'm I'm in two minds about this one to be honest. Yeah, totally understandable. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Mike, how are you feeling about this? I don't particularly like it. Um, if I'm being honest here, um, yeah, it it was great seeing like Stan but um and not having him in him I mean there is something to be said is like there's something missing but the these uh movies they still have his fingerprints all over him and everyone knows that and and having like the little like bits and pieces of oh this is what Stan would have been and they do do like a montage of that, like behind the scenes or something like that. That's 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 good because it, it was like his own stamp of repro- uh, approval. Uh, but the being being like subjected to be like an attraction in 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 the parks is like 
please don't. I know. <laughs> it, it's all to do with the fans, really. If they if they kick up a big of a stink, of of ha- how that does, and and having word online, it's sort of divided, but people are more leaning leaning towards like just let it be. It's just leave stand alone and. Not to get into it, but in the later half, of, in the later bits of his of um, his life, he, he wasn't really been treated well. Like some of his um, carers were pretty much pretty much elder abuse at the at that present time. Like uh, here, sign this, and it's like yeah. So unfortunately, it's a bit like Bob Ross at the moment, where they they have they have his ghost, <laughs> and they're just gonna sell his ghost. So it's a bit of a bitter taste in my mouth. And I know Kevin Feige will probably be more respectful than most, but uh, but with that comes with the with the baggage of hey, we're gonna we, we're gonna sell sell everything with his face on it. No thanks. No, yeah. Just yeah. Just no. Just no. Just no. Just thanks. no. And just ha- and 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 if that is to have no stand in it, then I'm happy. I mean, I mean, I think like the first movie to not have like an MCU movie to not have stand in it was probably Endgame, and I think that was probably fitting because he was in Infinity War, but he wasn't in Endgame. It was well, sort he- of was he? He was in Endgame, actually. Was it? Yeah, yeah. When um. Uh, when Tony and Cap go to Camp Lahai, um, there's like a establishing yes, shot yes. where he's driving past and he's car. I forgot that one. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, I think that being the last one, make love, not war. Enough said. Yeah. Enough yeah. said. Yeah, enough said. Yeah, there you go. There you go. All right, moving on. Uh, yeah, so when are we going to be watching the new cameos, Kendall? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, watch this space. Um, all right, let's cross the pond to DC now because um, the Wonder Twins movie is not happening. Um, this is a, a bit disappointing because we only recently just talked about this, um, the fact that they had just cast uh, the titular twins of Wonder, um, KJ Apa and Isabel May, were supposed to play them in this film. It was supposed to start filming later this year. Um, but it's, yeah, it's been pulled off, off production. It's not, not going ahead anymore. Um, no official reason has been given as to why, but it's very much likely, uh, like a lot of the CW situations going on, it's to do with the Warner Brothers and um, Discovery. Major. Um, major. That's well, acquisition, on. really. Acquisition, yes. Cause, uh, yeah. Yes, because um, the boss of Discovery... Apparently, he's pledged to uh, cut $3 billion in costs. So uh, that explains a lot of what's happening right now. So they're just going to be like, yeah, no, nah, let's not do this. So, yeah, disappointing. Um, I was ca- like kind of looking forward to it just because I know nothing about the Wonder Twins at all. And I'm always keen to, to see new characters, um, it, you know, when it comes to, you know, comic book properties come up um but yeah not not to be anymore not to be anymore um mike did you have any any thoughts on this one are you disappointed not particularly 
I mean, the only the only thing I knew about the Wonder Twins was from a Family Guy episode, <laughs> and that's basically it. Yeah, and even that, and probably the last time they actually saw that was probably for, during the sixties with the uh, Wonder Friends. Yeah, it's just a property that probably doesn't need to be and doesn't needed. Because yeah, there is a bit bit of a big shake up now, and um, yeah. I suppose there's no real um, audience, really, for them. They were just throwing stuff at the wall, seeing what happens. You know, one of twins with powers and um, uh, and a magical magical space monkey. <laughs> that's all I know. Yeah, that's all I know, too. Mm. Mm. Anyway. Oh, well. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> Discovery, what are you doing? What are you doing? They're just they're ripping through the Warner Brothers IP. Yeah. Um, and also no CNN Plus. Oh really? Did you hear about that? No. It was only around for about a week and then got rid of it. <laughs> they're just like anything that's like, you know. It has to hit a certain threshold of watchability or consumability. Or money, you know, wasted already for them to be like, nah. Yeah, nah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, nah. Oh, Lord. Okay, let's move on. Um, because the next bit of news is very exciting. Um, we had some very cool Doctor Who uh, news coming out this week. Some casting. Ooh, the- pray tell. Hmm. <laughs> for the um, 60th anniversary special coming uh, next year, which is filming right now, um, I'll mention the the first name before I mention the two big names, um, because uh, up and comer Yasmin Finney has been added to the cast um, as a character coincidentally called Rose, which I find interesting and I'm keen for Mike's thoughts on that. Mm. Um, so that's really cool. Um, for those who don't know who she is, she's um, hasn't really done much so far. The only other thing on her IMDb is Heartstopper, which is this Netflix show that came out lo- not too long ago that um, pretty much broke the internet a bit because yeah. apparently, apparently it's absolutely fantastic. Um, and it's a it's like a teen queer romance coming of age sort of a thing. Um, so it pretty much says me all over it. And I haven't watched it mm-hmm. yet. I'm a bad queer person. Um, and no, no, no. <laughs> it's, it's fairly new. So it is and fairly it, new. And it's recently been renewed for three, uh, for two more seasons. Yeah. Yeah. People, people love it. So Netflix mm. are like, here you go, have more. Um, so that's Yeet. nice. And then the really other cool thing I should mention about Yasmin Finney, she's uh, transgender. So, um, re- <laughs> really awesome to see uh, a beautiful trans woman um, in the world of Doctor Who coming soon. That's going to be very exciting. Uh, and then, of course, the other big announcement that I'm sure Mike was not surprised to hear. Um, <laughs> or surprised to hear now. Surprised to hear now. Um, one of the most iconic duos of New Who, David Tennant and Catherine Tate, are returning to the show for the 60th special. Fan favourites. Fan favourites. <laughs> Fan favourites. Fan favourites, yes, yes. 
in high regard fan favorites fan favorites yes yes (laughs) absolutely beloved um and from the handful of episodes of the two of them together i've seen i very much enjoyed um their pairing um yeah so very 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 happy to see this casting news coming out this week um very curious as to what's exactly going to unfold in the 60th anniversary special next year but um yeah anything with david tennant i'm i'm there um fulia i know you you love your doctor who uh does this excite you does this make you more pumped for the the special next year oh yeah 100 percent. they uh i i know that david david tennant was one of my favorite um one of my favorite doctors in the new who so um i am very much looking forward to seeing him again and catherine tate was just hilarious as the as his companion for that season um there were also some really um, some really dramatic moments as well that almost pretty much made me cry <laughs> with Catherine Tate. Um, but, it, you know, their first meeting is so iconic as well, mm. which was... <laughs> it's so good. Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to seeing uh, David and Catherine come back for the 60th anniversary. I'm, like you, Kendall, very curious as to how that's going to work. Um, whether it's like an alternate universe or something like that, probably will be. But um, yeah, it's exciting. <laughs> it's very, very exciting. Yes, Michael. Hello. Uh, okay. First off, um, do you think there's a coincidence as to why Yasmin Finney is playing someone named Rose? Do you have any thoughts on that? Any theories? I do. I do, and they're not necessarily theories. I think they're spoilers, because oh. <laughs> I'm on I'm on Twitter a lot. Yeah, <laughs> and they're actually filming on location, so yes. there are some on-set photos that are out there and videos as well. So I Ooh, bad wolf coming back. No, 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 no. Well, it's a bad oh, okay. new, it's bad wolf company. Oh, but, <laughs> but no, not bad wolf. I don't think I don't think we're getting Billy Piper. Okay. I don't think. But at the moment, um I think I know who Rose is. And I'll probably leave it at there because I don't want to spoil it for any of you. Uh, okay. Uh but it's it, it's nice, it's fitting, it's it's great. Uh as it's it's got nothing to do with Bad Wolf or uh Rose Tyler, but it's it's just another character called Rose. Uh, because that that's been that's been done before. I mean, in in uh, in an episode called The Next Doctor, it was a guy who actually had the Doctor's memories implanted into his head uh, by accident, and he thought he was the Doctor, and he actually had a companion called Rose. Um, way back when. I think it was a Christmas episode. Yeah, I think it was a Christmas episode because I remember snow. And it was a Cyberman episode as well. And yeah. So it's not uncommon to for for a character called Rose. I think I think it's just, you know, Russell T doing his little it's like, ooh, I don't know, what's going on? It's it is it the same doctor? Is it not? Is it a time loop? <laughs> or anything like that. But uh speculation is that this could be part of the sixtieth and this is 
this is probably the only time that David Tennant has time to do like filming for it. Um, because yeah, he's a very busy man. He, he's got he's got uh, Mr. Purple to do in the new new um, uh, Jessica Jones. So I don't know, maybe, maybe, hopefully, yeah, yeah. And he no, also, he's got a lot of devilish things to do. I think he's finished that. I think he's finished it. Finished that up. Because, yeah, I think I think they have wrapped filming on that. Yeah. Yeah, because there was a big hullabaloo that he had to change his hair pretty quickly, and it was pretty much for this. So. <laughs> it went from red to back to brown and there was actually a picture that he had on facebook uh of him 15 years ago and him now it's like people were worried about the hair it's fine and it looks pretty much exactly the same that man has not aged so yeah so that's great and and donna's coming back as well and there's a couple of other characters that we see on set as well that are coming back and i won't spoil them here Nice. Good. <laughs> good, good, so, good. And also there's another theory that this may not be for the 60th as well. Mm-hmm. We could be getting a Christmas episode. Oh. This year. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Very possible. Mm. Mm. Because people saw Christmas lights. Oh, no. Oh, Mm. Mm. And I'll just live into that. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. Uh, um, that was our so resident when are we, we watching the, the, yeah. <laughs> When are we watching it? Well, hopefully soon. Um, we have one more bit of news to talk about. Um, this has me very excited and interested. Uh, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen is returning. Um, they are planning a reboot of the franchise um, that's going to be on Hulu, um, which is uh, interesting. Um, so hopefully that'll find its way on Disney Plus at some point. I reckon, um, yeah. Yeah, but um, I'm very glad that this is coming back um, because, you know, this was... Well, this is... it was series of graphic novels um, written by Alan Moore um, a long time ago. Yeah, the legend that is Alan Moore. Um, and, uh, yeah, and it was adapted into live action originally in 2003 um, into a movie that was not received well at all. Um, it's not a great film. It's not a terrible film either. But it was a good farewell to Sean Connery. Oh. I wouldn't say that. I would not say that. Yeah, it it was one of, if not the last film Sean Connery made. Um, I don't know if that says anything about how good it was or bad it was. <laughs> but yeah, basically, it's kind of a, a, a centers around a group of, you know, um, supernatural sort of related uh, characters um, from famous other things. So. Um, so we have uh, Mina Murray, Alan Quatermain, Captain Nemo, Dr. Jekyll, um, and the Invisible Man. Um, so, and it's all kind of to do with, you know, those kind of Victorian era sort of uh, style action. novels. And yeah. yeah. Supernatural um, action adventure. Yeah, basically. So it's, yeah, so it has a lot of potential for, to be a successful franchise. Um so hopefully it takes off in this iteration because um, 
I think, you know, in this day and age, they could they could definitely turn it into something very, very cool. Yeah. Um, but who who knows? Um, yeah, we don't have any word on um, who's going to be playing who yet. Um, we don't really know too much about it, apart from the fact that it's officially happening. So, um, yeah, I'm keen. I'm definitely... I, I will definitely wait to see some casting, wait to see a trailer on this before I decide to watch it. But the fact that it's actually happening makes me happy. Um, Mike, what do you Hello. what do you think about this news? Did you w- watch the original film 20 years I, ago? Yes, I have watched it. Mm-hmm. And, and what I'll did leave you it think? At that. <laughs> leave it at that, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, it is what it is. It was a, is a weird time period of movies of trying to be something but not succeeding and it was yeah it was it's just a it was just a big spe- spectacle with no real substance um where you you've you got this awesome concept of different sort of uh literary heroes from from an from uh, a past bygone era like all crammed into one area where all crammed into one one um, story, which so- sounds pretty cool, because because you get like it, all the supernaturals. You get you get like uh, uh, now I always confuse this with Van Helsing, like the the uh, Hugh Jackman one. Because, mm. because they came out very close together. Very close together, where where it's sort of like everything's clad in leather and it's all. And the contrast is all down. Dark, yeah. <laughs> Dark and brutal. <laughs> it's like, Victorian England. <laughs> and, and and they both do the cardinal thing of making uh, uh, Mr. Jekyll, uh, Mr. Hyde, as as pretty much the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. No. No. No, no, no. No, <laughs> no, no. No. But, but I haven't seen the graphic novel of uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. And I don't know if they actually do that in the comic or not. But yeah, so it was, yeah, it just it just wasn't good. Um, thanks, Matrix. <laughs> Why is this the Matrix's fault? <laughs> I don't know. Ever since uh, ever since after the Matrix, people were trying to do like a Matrix thing. It's like oh, comic booky so, sort of things. Goes people love this shit. It's like no, we want a good story because. The first Matrix was a good story, but it also had like awesome action as well. So you need that sort of balance, and I think I think it's time for for a new rendition of this particular story. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, and the Invisible Man is just easy to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, that's definitely very true. All and right. also, uh, sorry, and also Alan Moore is just uh, an awesome wizard storyteller he sure is even though even though he sort of uh says it's not my thing you just fucking do it i'm not going to endorse it i'm not going to do anything he's yeah you will not you will not see his name attached as executive producer on this one no no i think respect yeah (laughs) yeah yeah for sure (laughs) absolutely it was fucked over really from yeah from the 80s it's like you know fuck you guys i'm not doing i'm not doing shit for you no <laughs> he totally has awesome, fair. He has awesome IP, Watchmen, the penultimate Joker story 
from start yeah. to finish. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Lots of potential. All right. Let's wrap up the nerdy news. That's done for this week. Hope you enjoyed it because now we must roll on up to the trailer park. Rolling up to the trailer park where we all park all the trailers. Yeehaw. Okay, trailer park time. Uh, very cool trailer park this week. Um, starting with, of course, our first trailer for the newly retitled She-Hulk Attorney at Law. Um, I've been waiting for this for a long time because I love Tatiana Maslany so much. She's probably my favorite actress at this point. Um, so yeah, very, very happy to finally see some footage of her in this series. Um, the show is not exactly what I was expecting, but then again, I don't really know what I was expecting because I'm not too familiar with She-Hulk or Jennifer Walters. Um, at all. So um, again, excited to learn about a new character. Um, it was great to see uh, Mark Ruffalo in this trailer as uh, as Professor Hulk again. Um, very, very cool. Very interesting. I'm curious to see what the time frame on this one is, because obviously the last time we saw Ruffalo in an MCU thing, it was the post-credit scene of Shang-Chi, and he looked like himself. He looked like Bruce Banner, like human. So, yes. yeah. So, I don't know if he can just go back and forth at will between Professor Hulk and Bruce Banner, or what the story is with that. Maybe we'll find out in this show. I don't know. Because, apparently, Wong is also going to be in this. Um, yeah. So, that makes me very happy. There'll be, so there'll probably be some connection maybe to the Shang-Chi post-credits scene. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. Like, I love the idea, the premise of, you know, she's a lawyer. She's, you know, doing pretty well for herself. And and then she gets given the, the task to head up basically the superhuman defense sort of thing. Like, you know, the, the side, of, side of the law where, you know, she has to represent all the... Um, you know, people and creatures with abilities that now are very present in this world. Um, so I think mm. that's that's an opportunity to have a lot of fun and to maybe have some cameos in there as well. Um, like who, Kendall? <laughs> <laughs> I'll look. I could I could list off a bunch. I would love to see, but I'm, we'll be here for a while. Um, okay, top three. Go. <laughs> <laughs> oh god who would even be my like well obviously I would love to see Loki in there but I don't think that would happen um, why would he be in there <laughs> yeah A he's dead A- <laughs> two he's in a different thanks, timeline thanks yes exactly that's why I don't think it would happen um, no I think it would be very funny to like you know you could put Daredevil what's that, not Daredevil fucking Deadpool in there somehow um you could probably, I mean, they wouldn't do Spider Man, but you could have some fun with Spider Man. But then again, Matt Murdock's his lawyer, so maybe that wouldn't happen. I don't so know. it would be Matt Murdock with Spider Man, and uh, she's doing the, <laughs> and she's um, uh, the defendant. No, the Doctor what's Strange. What's the opposite? No, what's the opposite? Uh, prosecution. Prosecute. Yeah, she's prosecution for for Spider Man, like the whole world. 
No. She has to represent um, Mysterio or the Mysterio. estate of Mysterio because he died. <laughs> oh. yeah. That would be an interesting. That would be interesting. You know, you know, and I, this wouldn't happen either, but for some reason this idea just popped into my head. What if, like, she was representing, like, Stephen and Mark against Jake? Like, somehow the three personalities were like... <laughs> <laughs> intertwined in this court case that'd be very funny no um anyway so yeah, how does the marriage work how does the marriage work yeah explain that um but yeah look it looks like a lot of fun and tim roth of course is back um and we see him in human form in this uh inside the cage that we we saw in the distance in shang chi so again more references so again makes total sense for wong to be in this one that's clearly going to connect. Um, but yeah, and I don't know. The only thing I will say, and I've, I feel like all of us are probably going to talk about this, the CGI <sighs> is a bit... It's a, it's a bit lacking. It's a bit lacking. Mm. But 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 I'm, I'm, I'm staying optimistic again. I'm, I'm <laughs> for some stupid reason. I mean, it's, a, it's the first trailer. It's the first footage we've seen. They have... Every opportunity, ugly Sonic, to remaster and re-render everything between now and then. Like, this doesn't mean this is going to be the final, final look for no. her, the final cut of her. This is just a taste of what to expect, maybe. I don't know. But it's very interesting that they haven't... Because she doesn't look... There's something off. There's definitely... There's something off. There is... I'll say it again, Uncanny Valley going on. Um, the way that they've kind of photoshopped Tatiana's face onto this 3D model of this giant woman. Um, there's just something that's off about it. So I'm so that that unfortunately that does have me a bit cautious about this show. It does have me a bit like, oh, okay, I'm a bit concerned now. Um, I've waited so long for this and the special effects are shit. Which is weird because Professor Hulk doesn't look that bad. Like he, but then again, maybe that's just because we're used to seeing how he looks. Like we know, cause yeah. It's been three also, years since Endgame, so I don't know. And also, as Hulk, as in yeah. a big bulky Hulk, it, all his dimensions are not the same as a human being. No, and I think, and I think She Hulk is more akin of being like more human than than actual Hulk. Hulk, and I think that's yeah. letting them down. Definitely. That's definitely part of the problem. Um, yeah. And it, which I thought was funny too, because a lot of people online were complaining about how, like, oh, if male, you know, jacked up dudes get to be giant monsters and she still has to look like a slightly bulky, curvy woman. I'm like, Have you seen the fucking comics? I was, yeah. Like, she literally looks like that in the comics. Guys, stop complaining. Stop getting on a bandwagon for no fucking reason. Uh, I mean, Spider-Man had, had had to have a padded ass. I mean, <laughs> calm your tits. Yeah, Andrew Garfield. Um, <laughs> yeah, anyway. I thought, so, I thought it was Tobey Maguire. Oh, I thought, I, I thought it was Andrew Garfield. I don't know. Maybe he was the one that said it, and it was Toby who actually... Anyway. <laughs> Gold leader. Um, <laughs> Everyone's pointing at everyone. Every yeah. <laughs> you got the fake ass. No, you got the fake ass. You no, got you fake got the fake ass. You got the fake ass. 
Um, anyway, so yeah, She-Hulk. I'm very excited. It looks good. Looks fun. Um, one other, fi- one final thing I will say before I throw to Fulia is just that uh, apparently we're getting nine episodes, and that annoys me a little bit. <laughs> After all the fucking shows that have come and gone that have had six episodes, except for WandaVision, it just kind of annoys me. But then it all, but then it also a makes me very happy because. Fucking hell yeah! I'll take nine episodes of Tatiana being awesome, but but the other thing. Short. But the other thing. Well, the other thing is, yeah, maybe the episodes are short, and I'm also kind of wondering how much stories are they going to get through that's going to require that many episodes if they're going to be, you know, similar in length to like Moon Knight and Hawkeye and Loki in terms of the fact that they're like 45 minutes to an hour. Um, I don't know, but. This show feels more like a comedy, so maybe there'll be 25-minute episodes. So, mm. who knows? Fulia, what did you think of this first look at She-Hulk? Tell me everything. I don't know. Oh, no! Uh, look, I <laughs> don't really know much about She-Hulk myself either. I haven't really... I've never read the comics about her. Um, I, I'm only slowly learning a little bit about her personality and what she does and all that sort of stuff. Um, just looking at the trailer, yes, the CG looks really terrible. Uh, I was just looking at it like you, man, Uncanny Valley. I was just looking at it like that doesn't seem right. <laughs> it's just what? Like my my eyes were just yeah. Uh, <laughs> my brain was very confused. Um. But at the same time, like, just looking at the way that she, like, her personality, um, especially when she decides to go on a bunch of dates, uh, yeah, uh, I don't think that's how confident most women would be. (laughs) When you're a seven-foot green chick, (laughs) how much confidence can, can you not have? Well... I guess, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, this this trailer didn't really do much for me. Um, I feel like, yeah, like I know it's probably going to be cool because of the fact you know it's lore and drama and all that 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 kind of thing. I usually enjoy anyway. Um, I'm just I'm not sold on the on the the the, the She Hulk side of things. Is is the thing that's really stopping me from wanting to see this. <laughs> no, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Fingers crossed for the second trailer to be better. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Uh, Michael, Hello. Um, how did this one sit with you? Um, fine, I guess. Um, I want to... Uh, probably push back on it on a couple of things uh i have a bit more of a respect for uh, for visual effect artists to, because it's not easy and no no god no essentially they've been they work on it until pretty much on release date <laughs> yeah. and i'm thinking because they needed something to put out on this date because there wasn't really much um, of a big hubbub. It's like, oh, this is coming out soon. It's like they probably need to get it out on this particular day. So 
um, probably that's why they okay. This is good good enough shot and and put it in there. So no doubt it's probably going to be the CGI is probably going to be a whole lot better uh, from what we've got here. And um, yeah, um, if it's going to be more of a an each week sort of, sort of thing of a, a, a court procedural, that that'll be pretty cool. Pretty like a Boston legal. <laughs> way back when I'll take that yeah and um and just have on a side of a a hero's origin story as well uh self retro uh self uh referential <laughs> referential referential yes yes <laughs> and yeah and essentially that's what she hulk is it's it's more it's like I know who I am I'm that that common occurrence is like, well, there's a man version of it, so surely this should be a female version of it. And I'm wearing a bow in my hair to indicate that I'm a woman and eyelashes and, and, and lipstick. <laughs> Miss Pac-Man as, is essentially Pac-Man with <laughs> lips. Um, yeah, so it, it's sort of making fun of that trope as well. And, yeah, and having Mark Ruffalo in that is going to be interesting on how they explain where, where it is in the t- time frame. Or even if they explain how his hand has healed at the same time. Yeah. So it could be like after. But we don't know. And we don't know if this is going to be a setting where the MCU is. So, yeah, that's that'll be an interesting uh, question to ask as well. Tim Roth, awesome, he's back. Abomination. So, uh, more to do with um, the 2008 Incredible Hulk. Mm -hmm. uh, And how that's going to tie in. And I'm, I'm putting my... I'm putting my bets now that Tim Roth is going to meet Mark Ruffalo and say, "You look, you look different," and <laughs> but he's Professor Hulk, so there's another double whammy of the joke. Is like, okay. you look different. Okay, I could I could get around that. I I I don't think they'll mention it at all in any kind of meta way, but that I could definitely see happening. Yeah, I, I, I can imagine have a bit of happening. fun. Yeah, I'm gonna get a shot of. Um, whiskey about that big when he says that it's like yes and down the whiskey and I'll be done for the day <laughs> yeah so um, I'm I'm all for it um, if it's a good one but yeah next trailer see how it goes and um, strong women for the win um, definitely Disney what are you doing Uh, is is this going to be more uh, fetish uh, fetish Marvel stuff? <laughs> I mean, we're getting into it, aren't we? It started off with Peggy Carter as as Captain America, and I went, "Whoo, hello!" And there we got She Hulk. It's like, what, what are you doing, Disney? Well, I don't know what they're doing, but I like it. So, so do speaking I. of women, <laughs> yes. like powerful women, can can we just 
like mention the fact that Jamila Jamil is in this. Yes, she is, and she's only <laughs> she's only in the trailer for like half a second, so you miss her. But she's she's playing. The, I didn't even notice. Yeah, she's playing she's playing the villain of the show. So, like the main. Yeah, villain. she's uh the name Titania. Titania, yes, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Titania. Titania. And she can break through walls. And glass ceilings. Get it? Female representation. Yay. Yay. Yeah, I'm keen <laughs> to see her. I'm keen to see her in this show too. There's there's a good reason for you to watch Fulia. Yeah. <laughs> for that bit. Just... You can, not enough to sell me, but you know. Ah, <laughs> oh, come on. Do it for Tahani. Oh. <laughs> Tahani would want you to watch it. Um, <laughs> yes. All right. Michael. So when are we going to be watching this, Kendall? <laughs> Before I was rudely interrupted. <laughs> She-Hulk Attorney at Law will begin streaming on Disney Plus uh, on the 17th of August. Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law. <laughs> I saw a meme about that. Yeah. That was, that was funny. Um, all right. From one superhero universe to another... Um, it is time to discuss the latest trailer for season three of The Boys. The Boys. Uh, the Boys. Um, yeah, no, I'm, yeah, I just can't wait to watch this. Like, I've, I've, like, I can't remember the last time I was this excited to watch a new season of a show. Like, just, ah, oh, just, yeah, I just, I'm just so keen for this, um, Good trailer. Shows a sort of the story, but not really. Like, it's just, you know, obviously very much continuing from season two and what happened. Um, but, um, yeah, but, you know, showing us a bit more about, you know, clearly, you know, Homelander has really gone off the deep end even more so. I mean, well, we all know based on the la- the final shot of season two. Um, but, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You said final shot. Yeah, I didn't even mean it. You're, <laughs> you're welcome. Um, <laughs> and Fully is like, I don't want to know. Uh, yeah, over the head. That's fine. That's fine. It's all right. You, you so, stay. You stay there, Fully. You don't want to be corrupted by this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even though I still watched the trailer. Hey. Good. Um. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it looks it looks really good. Like the first the first trailer they did got me super hyped, um, and this one, yeah, it's just building upon that hype. Um, I just can't wait to see how it all plays out. And it looks like uh, they're actually using Soldier Boy um, as a means to stop Homelander. Um, so that's cool. Nice to see some more Jensen Ackles in action as Soldier Boy in this trailer. Has um, a beard. He has a he's, beard. He's got a beard going on. There's a bit of a um, uh, John John Walker uh, vibe from him with the you know the shield and smashing down on someone. Um, so that was that was cool. Uh, but yeah, he still hasn't had any dialogue. So I'm curious to see if he actually speaks. Um, I'm sure he does. But yeah. Anyway, I'm excited. I can't wait. 
bring it on. Uh, Folia, I know you probably don't have too much to say about this one outside of the Jensen of it all, but um, what are what are what are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, still not gonna go back and watch this at all, so that's fine. It's too too much too much violence but for my liking. Why? <laughs> I just said why. Oh. <laughs> it's the delay. It's the delay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean. I, I just I, I think for me it was just I just wanted to see what um, Jensen Ackles Soldier Boy was going to be about. So watching the trailer when I saw him pop up, I'm like, ah oh, yeah, that's cool. Um, but it didn't really convince me enough to be like, I think I need to go watch this type of thing. So uh, <laughs> you guys can tell me, that's fine. Um, we will. If there's anything I need to, if there's a scene that I need to watch, you can send me the clip of it. That's fine. <laughs> him with his shirt off. Yeah. Well, I'll take that any day. Yeah. <laughs> Covered in brains and guts. Yeah, no. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that was the one thing that really put me off, just seeing things just... Exploding. Go. Exploded. Yeah, pretty much. That, yeah, no, I can't. We all I know frogs that, go so. pop in the microwave, pop in the microwave. <laughs> Never uh, heard about that one. But anyway, yes. Um, have at it. Have fun with it. Enjoy. We will. <laughs> you do you. <laughs> uh, Mike, um, what did you think of this trailer? You you still pretty keen for this? Yes, exciting. Good. Cool. Love the uh, bits of gore and horror because I am who I am. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. And, and uh, I can't wait. I can't wait. And yeah, the the boys uh, finding uh, finding ways to actually ta- tackle on the soups of becoming soups themselves. So there's going to be you know that sort of um, dilemma of uh, y- your own worst enemy and yeah. the, and the things that you need to do to uh, justify your own means. And I think butcher is slowly turning into someone he hates and yeah it's gonna be awesome um yeah that's basically it and yeah uh homeland homelander is off the walls crazy so that's gonna be an interesting thing who's gonna survive by the end we don't know who's going to explode who's gonna explode whose head's going to explode yeah Laser face. Well, seeing seeing the the super soldier serum in this wasn't <laughs> only for twenty four hours. So yeah, only for twenty four hours. Yeah, that was that, that's interesting. I'm glad I'm glad that's the case though, because I was worried in, from the last trailer. Like, I don't want Butcher to be to go full superhero. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I'm glad it's only going to be a temporary thing. That's why it's only leveling the plane the 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 plane field for like. 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> Which should be enough time, hopefully, for them what to... What are you talking about, Coach? <laughs> it's only just a little bit of... Little, little bit of steroids. It's just a little bit. They wear off eventually. There's no such thing as morally bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So when are we yeah. be... So when are you and I going to be watching the first four episodes? A three? Three? I think they dropped the first three at the, to start with, and then they give us the rest week after week. I'm fairly yeah. certain. Or the, at least the first two. Um, but yes, 
The Boys Season 3 will begin airing on Amazon Prime on the 3rd of June. Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Roll out. Only a couple of weeks away. Yes, only, yeah, it's like two, yeah, literally two weeks away. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait. All right. One more trailer to talk about. Speaking of Jensen Ackles. Um, this is our first trailer, first look at the supernatural prequel spin-off series, The Winchesters. Um, hmm. Okay. I hope this is good because I'm not entirely convinced yet. It was a, it was a good trailer. It was a long trailer. They showed a lot. So obviously they've filmed a lot of the show so far um and they chucked a lot of different bits in from different episodes more than just the pilot um to give us kind of a broader scope i suppose of what the series is going to look like what the vibe is um yeah i mean i'm 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 curious i hope it's i hope it's good um i hope there's something more to the show than what this uh trailer brings like i hope there's some kind of you know cool easter eggs cool references connections to the main original series of supernatural um outside of just you know john and mary um i think the actress that they cast to play mary while she's good she looks too much like Catherine newton um who was you know who played is it cassie cassie was her name for you um freaking um uh yeah cassie yeah cassie novak yeah jimmy's daughter oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. is that a reference from that's, the that's supernatural that's a supernatural reference oh yes is she a love interest of one of the boys no not at all damn i was gonna no. do oedipus rex complex yeah <laughs> no none of none of this then i'll be Oedip- watching oedipus <laughs> oedipus, oedipus. No, no, this Oedipus stuff yeah, it's all going Greek on. To me. But no, she looked, she looked, she looked a very, like, very similar to. <laughs> that was my she favorite joke for the night. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and you, it was very good. I'm sorry. And you just skimmed past this. I'm like, sorry, you, Michael. We're going. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I'm just a bit slow. <laughs> all right. Sometimes. Uh, anyway, it was very funny. Thank you. Um, anyway, I think she looks too much like Catherine Newton to me. So it, that was a bit, that pulled me out of it a bit. Um, however, the guy that they've cast to play, uh, John Winchester, you can totally believe that he is the father of, uh, Sam Dean because he looks like both of them. They cast him very well. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm pleased with that. So yeah, I hope it's good. I like, I kind of like Jensen as Dean narrating. I kind of don't like it at the same time. Um, I wasn't entirely in love with it um, because the dialogue was a bit cheesy, but hey, whatever. It's the CW. Cheese is what they live for. So um, yeah, I hope it's good. I do. I hope it's good. So I might might check out the pilot and we'll go from there. Um, Fulia... Please tell me everything. I know you're super excited for this one. How how did the trailer... Super. 
Super, <laughs> supernaturally excited. Supernaturally excited. How, yeah, how, how did this trailer go with you? Uh, oh, look, I, I found the trailer in my feed and I was like, oh, yeah. Uh, cause I, I knew this was, I knew this was a thing. Um, it was, it was sort of in the, in the works. Um, but I had no idea it was going to be so soon when they, yeah. to, they drop a trailer, but, uh, yeah, seeing the trailer, um, I'm actually kind of looking forward to it. Uh, it is a, a really cool, interesting sort of look into how, um, Mary Campbell and John Winchester got together, how they met and how the world of supernatural came to be for them. Um, it's interesting that it was, you know, like it was touched on in the supernatural series that Mary was the one that brought John into the family of hunting. Yeah. Um, so seeing them at a young age and then, you know, John learning about the fact that there's monsters and demons and all that sort of stuff. And, um, it's actually kind of cool to see that. So um, I'm looking forward to it as long as it's not exactly the same as what it's been on the Supernatural series where, you know, it's a monster a week type of thing. Um, I just want I want it to be just a story about those two, necess- more, more, more so. Yeah. Um, but we'll see how that goes because, you know, they're 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 so young like they're still they're still like seniors in high school by the look of it um yeah that's what kind of that's the kind of thing that i'm like seeing from their from their faces in the trailer dean being the um the narrator i'm kind of wondering at what point in supernatural this would have taken place um if we were to sort of look at their that timeline uh, whereabouts did Dean decide that he was going to go off and find out the mysteries and the history of his own family? Um, because when you see him in the trailer, he it's hits his his current aged self, like towards the end of the series self, rather than previously, because that you know they were very young back then, mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm kind of wondering at what point did he decide to sort of in that timeline go off to do a little research on his family? Yeah, I got an so, idea. <laughs> what? This is this is the bit where um he's sort of slipping, uh, slipping into death. He's actually hanging on that nail and he's reminiscing. It's like, how did my mum and dad um. Uh, come together and he's in purgatory and he's and he's doing some soul searching before he passes over you're calling it maybe <laughs> this is just bits and pieces that are that, that i sort of know mm. yeah. okay because i found out about the last episode through your podcast the monthly at Winifred's, <laughs> which you can actually get on the fred the alien production uh podcast app Subscribe. Yeah. 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 That's where. No, that's continue where your is. continue your thoughts. Continue your thoughts, Michael. No, that was it. Oh, is it my turn now? Yeah. Okay. Um, not for me. I don't know where I am. Uh, how I met your hunter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That is that is like 
if they do an honest trailer for that, that's the fucking title. Like, <laughs> how I met, how I met your hunter. <laughs> how I met your hunter, father, <laughs> hunter, mother. <laughs> how I met your hunter, mother. <laughs> how I met your hunter, mother. So when is this getting dropped, Kendall? <laughs> you really don't have much to say, huh? I don't. No. <laughs> that's why I do quips and. Uh, uh, and living through uh, hopefully you live through the most heroic thing of him getting killed by a tetanus it wasn't tetanus no oh, but fair enough <laughs> oh, the feels have come back no Yay. <laughs> I ruined no. it for you because that's who I am an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. All right. So the Winchesters mm. uh, does not have an official release date just yet, um, but most uh, shows of this kind of nature tend to kick off um, in uh, the kind of September, October time of year. Um, so I would expect a release date around then. So um, keep posted. Keep, keep, keep your eyes peeled. And you may or may not hear it here first. Um, okay, that's sorry. Uh, tra- What's what is the collective noun for fans of uh, Supernatural? Hun- uh, hunters? No, 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 no. What are they? Uh, what are we, what, are, oh what, are, what are what are what are they called? Come we're on. the we're the Supernatural family. SPN family. Yeah, yeah. There isn't. Yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, hunters is probably. I suppose Crisis. if you were if you were to call us, you know, something that's like, you know, um, yeah, fans you know, of supernatural. The group name, yeah, mm. but yeah, SPN family is probably yeah the best. SPN. Yeah. SPN. Yeah. For some reason, supernatural got abbreviated to SPN. I don't know why, but that's just mm. what ha- that's just what happened. Interesting. Interesting. All right. Trailer park's done. We're rolling out. Um, uh, time now for what? the Aye? moment. Aye. The segment. For? The section. Huh. The place. These guys. The part. What? In the show. Wow. We like to call. Disney Afternoon. Pop, 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 popcorn culture. Thank you, Folia, for delivering <laughs> on on what I was hoping for. Um, uh, my Christmases have come early. My Christmas has come early. It's Christmas in May. Uh, all right. Popcorn culture time, guys. And believe it or not. Or not. <laughs> But we are actually here today to talk about our thoughts on, <laughs> on a movie I said I wasn't going to watch. But we made her watch it anyway. On this podcast, I was on record visually and audibly that I was not going to watch this movie, and I watched it. Uh, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> oh, man. So this is hilarious because this just started as, like, 
Mike, you watched it first uh, on Friday, Friday, I believe, when it dropped. Yeah, when it dropped. Um, I thought, and, oh, cool, give it a go. Yeah, give it a go. And uh, <laughs> and Mike loved it so much that he felt compelled to spread the word. Uh, and then... <laughs> on the uh, group chat. On the group chat we have. And, and then Folia watched it. And then after Folia said, yeah, Kendall, you got to watch this. <laughs> I want your reactions to this. Um, I was like, fine, I guess I will. <laughs> That's a kid's film. It doesn't go for long. No. No, it's not too... Uh, yeah, it's like an hour 40, whatever it is. So it's not It's not terribly long. It's paced reasonably well. Anyway, so, yeah. So from one thing to another, I watched it. We have all watched it. Um, yeah. And, and look. One of us. One of us. <laughs> <laughs> Uber gobble, Uber gobble. <laughs> and look, look, look. I, because I trust you both and your opinions, you know, I was like, no, I'm going to, I'll watch this. I'll check it out. Surely if you're telling me to watch this, like you guys know my taste, you know what I like. So you wouldn't <laughs> tell me to watch something if I wasn't going to like it. Um that being said, I didn't I didn't love this movie, but I definitely had a very good time <laughs> watching it <laughs> because it was not what I thought it was going to be. Like I really bagged it out when we did it in Trailer Park. I really didn't like the trailer. It was a bad trailer. <laughs> I can happily safely say it's a bad trailer because it, you know, the movie that it it was advertising is very kind of, you know, I don't know, a lot better than, than what that trailer made it out to be. So I'm very happy for that. Um, yeah, so I just... But I have not laughed this hard in a movie for a long time. <laughs> there was... There was some <laughs> there were some jokes in there that I was just... This is the best thing. Like, like the fact that... <laughs> I just love the fact that it was just such... You know, it wasn't about bringing Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers back. It was literally just, like, you know, the Lonely Island team have basically just gone, okay, what old IP can we go back and grab uh, that, you know, we, we can just use as this commentary, as this vehicle for, like, showing, uh, you know, the animated world as if it were real with the mm -hmm. real world and like a commentary on Hollywood and, and, uh, and, and all of that, um, you know, very meta humor. And I love meta humor. So I feel like they've just gone, let's just pick one. Cause it doesn't really matter because at the end of the day, the fact that it's Chip and Dale rescue Rangers doesn't really matter too much to the story. I mean, it definitely enhances the story. Uh, of course, I mean, I watched Chippendale when I was a kid. I remember watching it. I remember really enjoying it. Don't remember much about it. So seeing flashes of it come back was, like, great. Um, but, um, but yeah, but I just... Just the, the comedic choices on certain things that they did, and we'll get there when we talk about them, uh, just... Guys, crying. I literally was crying, <laughs> <laughs> laughing at one point. And I was like... A, I can't believe yeah, my, this. My cheeks hurt. Yeah, <laughs> so did mine. My cheeks hurt right now. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I, yeah, I, I very much enjoyed this movie. I think I was, by the time it was done, I was glad for it to be done. Because I think it had worn out its novelty by the end. But uh, but I did have a good time. Um, so, Fulia, yes. give us your overall 
kind of thoughts <laughs> on Chippendale. Uh, tell us uh, your so, journey. Tell us yeah. your journey. <laughs> so uh, at the moment that uh, Mike decided to tell us to watch it and he was being serious about yeah. it, uh, I was like, well, fine then. I'm just going to watch it right now. <laughs> so yeah, as soon as he mentioned time. it, I... Put Disney Plus on. I started watching it, and honestly, I just had smiles throughout the whole thing. Uh, the different things that I picked up on. There were so many IPs and so many Easter eggs in this movie that I was just, I was gasping, I was cackling. I uh. man, it was such a good popcorn movie. Yeah. Honestly. Just, you know, just switch off and just be entertained, <laughs> essentially. Uh, and, like, I was also in disbelief with some things that did pop up. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> so, overall, I just... It was just so much fun to watch. And I, I have this internal need to watch it again to f- see whether or not I've actually missed anything. <laughs> um but yeah i i liked it i really did (laughs) nice 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 um all right mike you are the impetus you are the impetus of this the reason we are here talking about it right now the reason Uh, the reason um so thank you for that um that's right (laughs) what uh what were your overall thoughts on Chippendale Rescue Rangers? Well, because our mind's back watching the trailer, I... <laughs> no one liked it, except me. And I thought, this is a really interesting take of of doing like a, a sort of a reboot to a, to an IP. And I was interested in that, of seeing, seeing what, what would they do. Um... And um, there was a guy that I that I watch actually watched a a sort of um, a critics uh, run for it, and and he sort of over overhyped it. Well, not overhyped it, but he he was actually really amazed by it and didn't say much. But I thought, oh, this. He, he hasn't steered me wrong, so I'll, I'll have a look at it and, and drop down uh, when it dropped. And I watched it, and and it was starting, and I thought, oh, this this is pretty sweet of 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 where it starts. And then and then the the title song came up, and I was sort of like, this is going to be something special, because how come you have a tenacious D song? In a fucking kids Disney film, <laughs> that is amazing, and I'll keep on watching, and and then when it when it when it kicks out, kicks into gear, I was hooked. I thought, oh my god, this is so good, this is something special, this is something that everyone needs to experience. <laughs> <laughs> this is amazing, and then yeah. I and then when it's finished, I was like, guys. Guys, watch it. <laughs> Not gonna spoil it. Watch it. You were kind of, you were kind of like Bill Bailey in Black Books, is when he's yeah. fighting his burners. Like, 
Bet it. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Watch it. Bet it. Because I knew what you were. I knew what you guys were. Guys are like is because I always go. Um, I, I I wasn't quite sure if you were going to like it or not, but it was a movie that you probably needed to experience. Okay. So, I feel like I was going to watch it anyway. I just didn't realize it had dropped already. That's probably why I was a little bit surprised when you said to watch it. I'm like, oh, it's already out. Okay. Um, yeah. Because so. I was really hoping that you guys wouldn't get spoiled, like just cruising on the internet because cause the ultimate cameo, <laughs> <laughs> when it finally dropped, when it finally dropped, I saw... That cameo everywhere. Okay. <laughs> so well, I, 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 I'd seen a, in passing an article or a meme or something referencing it, but I didn't have it spoiled to the degree of what it is in the movie. I just kind of figured, like, I just saw this, like, I think this headline or something. It was like, uh, Chippendale is not making fun of Sonic, let's be clear, or whatever. Or something. It was something like that. It was just like Well, they can't. That. That was yeah. There, there's actually a story behind that, which I'll oh. get into later. We can get into that, yes. Um, but yeah, yeah. So thank no, thank you on that front for making us watch it because yeah, if, this movie definitely would be less funny if you knew all the gags beforehand. Mm. That's for sure. I was going to mention is like I, I got hooked from the from the title song. But I thought, nah, I'll leave it at that if you actually know who Tenacious D is. <laughs> Love Tenacious D. Friendship is rare. Do you know what I'm saying to you? Friendship <laughs> is rare. My derriere. <laughs> oh, shit, there's a bear. Could you hand me that shotgun, Betty? Also that chair. <laughs> Gold. Gold, if gold. You, if you know the lyrics, it's like, this is in a Chippendale song. <laughs> you talking about Chippendale? <laughs> Running naked Chippen- in the sand. <laughs> Friends holding hands will someday surely form a band. <laughs> Love it. Oh, yeah, very funny. Oh, very, very good. That's, well, speaking speaking of Tenacious D, just for like maybe a jumping off point for the discussion, this movie, to me, I don't see it as a kid's film. No, no. I barely, I barely see it as a family film, to be honest, because I don't. This film is not made for kids. It's not aimed at kids. Um, it's definitely more of a teenager and above kind of affair, I think. Because definitely our generation. Yes, that's what I was going to say. It's it's not aimed at, you know, it's not Disney going, hey, remember Chip and Dale. You know, let's resurrect them. Let's bring them back. Let's reboot them. Yeah, it them. would have been and, and so in, easy to do that. It absolutely would have been. They could have very much fallen into that trap of the reboot um, <clears throat> for the new generation. But no, they that's, didn't do that. That's why I would like to know, did they have the story first? Or they were given the task, do something with um, a well-known IP? Yeah. Yeah, because that's kind of what I was alluding at before with, you know, yeah, like they, chicken they could have just... They could, yeah, what came first, Chicken or Egg? They could have definitely picked any other kind of IP, Disney-related or not, to do this, really. So, um, But, yeah, it just this film does not... It's not aimed at, like, trying to bring in new fans. It is aimed at the older generation and the generation that is kind of us, like millennials, 
that are going have been going through for the past few years this phase of like you know member berries and nostalgia and you know all that it's such a commentary on that too um which i really like um so yeah um i yeah so i just i would never go if i had kids i would never be like no you want to watch you want to watch you want to watch this i was like no no, don't watch this because they'll probably have nightmares. No, um, watch it when you're older. You'll be more appreciative when it, when you're older. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. When you're um, a bit more movie movie savvy, more movie, movie illiterate, illiterate. Yes, because like I I I just when I remember watching the trailer, I thought it was gonna be skewed for the youngins. Like I thought this was gonna be the like the trying to be cool and hip sort of way of of bringing Chippendale back. Um, they're gonna another, rap with a modern twist. Yeah, they got a fucking. That was funny. <laughs> <laughs> whales. Um, <laughs> we don't eat whales. We don't eat whales, man. Whales. What a rap. What a rap. Epic rap battles of history. There ever was one. Um, yeah. <laughs> But um, but no, I, I I definitely wrote this film off as as trying hard to be cool for the new kids, and uh, that's not what it is at all. Um, so yeah, Fulia, did you as someone who definitely watches more animation than than myself, for example, I won't say Mike because Mike has kids and he watches a lot of animation. Um, <laughs> not by choice. <laughs> not by choice. <laughs> but like, I watch him by choice. You, you do. <laughs> I mean, I do too. But you're, you're like the animation queen of the show. So, how does like a film like this that's taken from a kid's IP and turned it into something that's kind of used as a commentary for adults that only adults will really appreciate? How did that kind of go for you? Like, did that kind of ruin the experience or enhance it for you? No, I think it really enhanced it because, you know, if, if especially if you if you knew these characters back in the day and if you actually watched them as a child yourself, seeing them as an adult now I think made it a lot more fun to watch. Mm. Um, and especially with a lot of the different, you know, adult sort of references um, and like any other sort of IP reference that we like no one else would get unless you've actually seen everything that's actually in this. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely more, more appreciate. Like I appreciate the way that they went about this particular movie. So, um, and that's probably the reason why I enjoyed it so much and probably the same with Michael and with you, Kendall. It just, it's like, if they didn't do it this way, I don't think it would have been that, that good. So, I'm kind of glad they went this with this route. Yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, Mike, same same question for you. What are you? What, are you uh, happy about the choice to kind of skew it for older audiences? Um, yeah, um, I was actually quite surprised of how more mature it is, and it was catered pretty much for us, really. Mm-hmm. And I can and I can sort of see what, what probably Disney was sort of, like, a bit wary. It's like, oh, who, who do we, like, distribute it to? Probably that's why they put it on uh, on streaming, because they didn't, yeah. know, didn't know where how, to put it. How do you market a film like this? It's yeah, like for, a little gem cinema. that pe- people discover. Yeah. And, yeah, it, it's it, you definitely need to have some sort of, like, some sort of understanding of what um like 
different different IPs to actually really enjoy, enjoy this and also different sort of um me, uh animation mediums as well i mean you've got you've got 2D you've got 3D you've got CGI you've got you've got um clay animation you've got puppets you've got hand puppets you've got oh, it's just amazing and everything and yeah it's 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 just a genuine critique of of a of what movies are coming out and it, it's just a good refresher and it, it'll never be done again and hopefully no sequel <laughs> because just leave it at be this is perfect yeah yeah i agree i don't i don't think we need a sequel to this uh, no. although i would not be surprised if it happened um I well technically <laughs> i think this is like a a um what do you call it a it's not connected sequel but it is a sort of precursor from an actual film i can't remember what the ter- term is it but it's sort of, it's sort spin of off? A, not really spin off Stan- standalone successor successor yeah it's yeah. cuz i definitely see a lot of uh, who framed roger rabbit same. I was just thinking that myself when I was watching the movie. I was like, "Wow!" Like they've definitely taken a lot of inspiration from Who Framed Roger Rabbit and put it into this. Yeah, they sort of got that sort of concept and just ran with it. And also, yeah. and also references to Roger Rabbit as well. Yeah, like, two of them. <laughs> really. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, all right. Well, let's let's talk about the cast for a bit. Um, mm. Before we get into some of the uh, cameos and the IP stuff that I'm really looking forward to talking about, um, I I really really loved Andy Samberg in this. He was he was my favorite thing in this whole movie. Um, like apart <laughs> from apart from some of the really good gags, uh, he's there's just something about the way he delivers comedically with his just with just his voice alone. Like he's just he's always been good at that, um, you know, since his SNL days and right up through to Brooklyn Nine Nine and now with this, it's um yeah it's just another showcase for his talent. Uh, and while I, you know it was an interesting choice, I think to have again have these characters come back and not sound like themselves either, because this is not how they sound in the ser- in the cartoon series. Obviously, they have the higher pitched chipmunky sort of voices. So, um, so that again, I suppose that's another aspect of the, the meta humor, the meta commentary that they're doing, um, to have, you know, these two dudes who don't sound like that <laughs> at all, uh, kind of come <laughs> Only in on occasion. voice him. Only on occasion. Yes. Um, but yeah, I loved Andy Sandberg very much the way he just, you know, delivered Dale's, uh, quips and, uh, just, Yeah dorky humor was um was very very good john mulaney of course definitely a fan of him um and you know he's no stranger to voice work having done a few seasons of big mouth uh on netflix uh he's great in that and yeah he was for me he was the perfect fit for for chip because obviously chip had to end up going like he he's the straight man to to dale's kind of you know wacky uh sort of you know character but um so for john mulaney to come in and have that kind of a voice that kind of grounds the the moments i think was was really fitting so that really worked for me um i like jk simmons as the uh (laughs) 
as the police putty, putty the police detective. Um, you know, <laughs> he was very amusing. Um, I definitely got a kick out of Eric Banner as well as um, Monty, Monterey Jack. An Australian playing an Australian. I Thank know. you. That, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that made us all very happy to see an actual Aussie voicing an Aussie character. Thank you very much, Hollywood. Um, <laughs> let's have more of that, please. Um, so that was that was very, very funny. And then, um, yeah, and then, I don't know, just hats off to Seth Rogen for randomly being in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Getting to reprise... Four different characters that he's played in a- different animated films. All in the same scene. All in the same scene. And different studios, too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that we will get into. Um, oh, my gosh. Fulia, who were some of your favourite um, voice performers or fa- favourite characters in this in this one? Um, I really I really liked um, John Mulaney as Chip. Um, that sort of, like, monotony sort of a voice sort of made Chip, like, it gave him that character, uh, and it really sounded really cool. Andy Samberg as Dale was so much fun to, to listen to, just hear his voice, but but not be the Andy Samberg that we know from the stuff that we've seen in the past. Yeah. So it's a, so it's a little bit different. You're talking about um, Peralta, aren't you? um he actually does it really well he really did um so i really enjoyed that uh will arnett as sweet pete (laughs) oh man (laughs) sweet pete jesus christ oh my gosh and yes 100 percent. as soon as i heard Monty, I, I'm trying to like I'm listening in to make sure that it was like proper Australian sort of accent. I was happy with that, and then as we as I listened to the voice a bit more, I was like, I can't pick who it is. Who is that? Yeah. And then I found out it was Eric Banner. I'm like, that does not sound like Eric Banner. But hells to the yes, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> he did a great job. Yeah. On that. Um. Oh, there was like yeah, Seth Rogen just randomly playing like four of his character like animated characters that he's played in the past. It was hilarious. As soon as they all pop together, I'm just like, Holy crap, how is Disney doing this right now? Yeah. <laughs> uh oh my gosh. Like even it, like even JK Simmons playing Captain Putty, it was just <laughs> Just, just, oh man, just made me laugh so much, um, and you know, I just, yeah, there's just so, there's so much in this that I really wanted like say, but it's the, all that IP stuff that happens later. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll 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 get we'll get there in a sec. We'll get there in a sec. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll my... probably have a good little uh, segue into it. Yeah. yeah. My Go spiel. For... Go for it, yeah, yeah. Favorite, favorite, uh, favorite characters, favorite vo- um, voice performances. Ooh, bit hard. I do. Yeah, I do enjoy like it, um, all the all the work that the main cast has done, and it's another aspect that I really enjoy about this movie is um, it, it is easy to get like big names and put them out, put them out for the the. Um, the main uh, the main 
characters that we see. But considering that this cast is actually also known for doing voiceover work as well, like like definitely with John Mulaney doing Big Mouth as well as well as uh, Spider Ham. Never yeah. don't forget don't forget fucking Spider Ham. <laughs> Spider Ham, my bad. And his voice is just keyed for voiceover work anyway. It's just It is. Well, I didn't interrupt because he was on the bench. And you know <laughs> <laughs> what they call it? The high pitch mark uh Patrick Warburton. So <laughs> <laughs> So, God, and you got cool. Andy Samberg doing his, uh, has done voiceover work, uh, successfully in, uh, Hotel Transylvania. So he's, so he's, um, he's, uh, he, he's not fresh. He, he's done, done it for a couple of years. Um, JK Simmons has been doing the, the yellow M&M for years. So <laughs> his voiceover work is fantastic. Will Arnett as is, is that, is that JK Simmons? The yellow M and M. Yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. So I love that. So he's been doing voiceover work for ages as well. Will Arnett's been doing voiceover, um, yeah, for for ages as well. Batman, Lego Batman, Lego Batman, Bojack Horseman, awesome, and and yeah, Eric Banner. You know, he was he was um. One of the sharks from from uh, Finding Nemo. Yeah, that's it. That's the only one that I can remember. No, it's probably. He was also in uh, Back to the Outback. That uh, yes, oh, that, he was that new film. Okay, yep. Yeah. So nice. Yeah. So all the cast has been uh, has been voiceover artists as well. But one of my favorite things is. Uh, with Chippendale, there's also a character called Ratchet, who was reprised again by Tress McMahon, Tress uh, McNeil, who also did Ratchet in in the original show. Yeah, ga- Gadget. Yeah, Gadget. Yeah, Ratchet. Ratchet and Clank. Fuck off. The <laughs> <laughs> gadget. And and just hearing her voice is like, yes, that is childhood. That is that is Member Berries right there. She she every time I hear her voice, she's just I just because she's on the Simpsons. Um, yeah. So I just crazy I cat just, lady. Yeah, I just hear her <laughs> on the Simpsons when I hear her voice. Um, but yeah, I really got really glad that they got her back to do um, Gadget again. And for my segue to to IP, another cat and uh, another character from Chippendale was Fat Cat, voiced by the awesome guy of my. Guy of my uh, childhood, Jim Cummings. Yeah. Yes. And he also did other stuff in this as well. He he does Winnie the Pooh and Tigger, and he did it in this in this movie as well. And also one of my favourite cameos right at the end of the film as well. But we may talk about that now, later. I don't know. Well, you can, we can, you can bring it up now because I want to. I want us to get into the 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 IP discussion, which is the the the, the meat of this of this film, because um, it's a, a, where a lot of the the gags and the jokes come from. Um, so, what 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 cameo are you referring to at the end? The last character that we see in the movie. The last character we see. Darkwing uh, Duck. Ah, uh, Darkwing Duck. I, as soon as I saw Darkwing Duck, I just thought of you, Michael. It's like, yeah. 
<laughs> and yes, yes, we need a Darkwing Duck movie. Do it yes, now. Yes, let's let's get a Darkwing Duck, Darkwing Duck movie. That would be great. Um, yeah. How, no, how can you have Batman and E.T. and not have Darkwing Duck? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a good call. That's a good call. Um, yeah, that... <laughs> man, <clears throat> I really, 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 really want to know... How Disney pulled this off. And I know they're Disney and I know they have Disney money, obviously. But the amount of different, like, you know, companies that have gone here, you can have this and make fun of us too. Because they're not, they're not just including them to include them. Like some of them, yes, there are. There are just, you know, there's just characters there for purely just the, oh my God, look at that person. It's an Easter egg. Um, But then there are, you know, there are significant characters that appear in this movie that are the butt of a joke um, that are not owned by Disney. And I find that fascinating (laughs) that that happened and that someone said yes to that. Or does this fall under the line of parody? Parody law, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with the ultimate um, cameo. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because that makes sense too. Because you know, as much as Disney obviously have the money to spend, but um, yeah, the fact that a lot of them are used in a parodic, parodic manner makes sense that it would fall under that, and they wouldn't have paid a paid a fucking dime for any of them. Um, because like, who at <laughs> I mean, who at Warner Brothers or DreamWorks or fucking you know, Nickelodeon would be like, here, have this, talk shit about it (laughs) in your movie that's going to be on your streaming service. Um, Yeah, so that was fascinating to me. But I, I mean, I just straight up, I just really love the idea of not only the, the, you know, make it just the concept of making cartoon characters real. Like I still haven't seen Who Framed Roger Rabbit. I will see it one day. Wow, but, that's yeah. Okay. <laughs> I am very aware of the movie. I know very much about it. I just never watched it. Um, Fred watch. We need a Fred watch on that. Yeah. <laughs> It'll um, blow your fucking mind. Yeah, I'm sure it will. Yeah, I'm sure it will. But like, I know. Yeah, obviously, that's this is not the first time this has happened. So, um, but I just love the idea of like. You know, have, putting these animated characters in the real world with real people and having them be real things that exist, you know, um, and they have their own careers and all this stuff. Like, I thought that was really, really great. And just as a way to, like, bring in all these other IPs, like, to have Dale going to conventions, um, I thought was a great bit, you know. You know, the amount of different characters and different IP we see just as they're running around these conventions. Like I like the Indiana Jones bit. I thought that was funny. Um, but yeah, do we want to just talk about the big one now or do we want to build up to it? Cause I kind of just want to talk about the big one. Yeah, let's talk about it. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> because fuck me. Um, <laughs> so in case, in case you're not aware, the, the biggest cameo, I suppose well, the biggest character uh, IP that they, they bring in that's the most, I guess, the most funny um, and the most crazy, I think, um, is they get <laughs> they get Sonic the Hedgehog, but it's not... 
it's so funny. It's not, you know, it's not Sonic from the movie. It's Sonic from the first trailer. <laughs> and he's calling himself Ugly Sonic. Like, really proudly. Legally, <laughs> like, yes. Yeah, legally, he's Ugly Sonic. He's, he's not Sonic. only referred to as Ugly Sonic. Yes, yes. Legal legal jargon and whatnot. Um, I mean, I, I would love to be those VFX artists that worked on Ugly Sonic in the original trailer if they didn't work on this to see... <laughs> Their reactions <laughs> to the fact that like those choices to make those choices to make I'm gonna I can't do this those choices to make him look the way that they did and the the the, the just the vitriol from the public that that followed that trailer that made them change it like and now we're seeing it as a fucking gag in a you know in a, a Disney movie. Um, <laughs> like on this kind of a scale oh man it's it's one of the best jokes of the year L- literally it's one of the funniest things I've seen in a long time I mean whoever f- thought of that fucking hats off to you because damn I just couldn't and I and the, but then I was also s- simultaneously horrified and scarred because <laughs> The camera just lingered on him for too long and and did a close-up of the teeth. Oh. And I'm just like, this is nightmare fuel. What? Why is this, why is this happening? Oh, man, it was so good. And then the fact that he was like, not integral to the story, but he came back around throughout the movie. Like, he wasn't just a one-and-done bit at the start. Like, he made... Excuse me? He contributed... To, well, he contributed to the story. Yes, at the mm. end with the FBI thing. I forgot. Yeah. Integral. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Ex Machina. <laughs> the best redemption story ever. Yeah. <laughs> yes, very true. Very true. Yes, very true. He's uh, Ugly Sonic has been redeemed in the eyes of the fans. Oh, man. Um, Yeah, I'm just... Sorry, I can't get those teeth out of my head. I'm just, like, not thinking clearly. Um, Yeah, brilliant. Brilliant. (laughs) Yes, I do. Uh, Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Uh, Fulia, what what was your reaction, your thoughts on Ugly Sonic? (laughs) Please. I I was shook. I was like, <laughs> what's he doing in a Disney movie? <laughs> my, 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 my ever-long mind just got blown. I was like, what the hell? They're actually making fun of him. This is hilarious. And I just, I, oh, man, the teeth. Oh, jeez. I was like... No, I don't need to see the teeth. The eyes are bad enough. <laughs> the eyes. The eyes. The eyes are bad enough. We don't need a close-up of the teeth. <laughs> but and then it's like the fact that the fact that Dale fixates on him as well. <laughs> it's like no. And they're in they're in fucking slow motion. Yeah. Oh. Man. Well. Yeah. Legally. 
he's not allowed to go fast. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well played. <laughs> <laughs> I don't go fast. I go slow. <laughs> the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's uh, parody law for you. Yep. Mm. yep. Yeah, I... Yeah, I just I could not believe my eyes when I watched it. I was like, no way did they actually get the rights for this. <laughs> I don't think they didn't. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh I yeah. That that was that was me. That was my reaction on Ugly Sonic. I was just like Wait, what? <laughs> Yeah, that that was me uh, essentially. <laughs> yeah, nice. Um, Hello, Mike. Mike, Mike. Um, how how did how did you go with Ugly Sonic? Was it the best thing ever? I couldn't speak, and <laughs> I had to rewind because I knew there was probably important dialogue. I nothing was nothing nothing was sinking in. Yeah, <laughs> I was, you couldn't take anything in. I was like, "You mad bastards." Yeah. This is something special. Yeah. <laughs> I need to tell the guys. Yeah. <laughs> you need to experience what I'm experiencing right now. So was it, was it was it Ugly Sonic that cinched it for you that was like, okay, I need to tell everyone to watch this movie? Uh, yes, but what really clinched it is coming up. I'm okay. hoping. Yes, so, we'll, get, we'll get there. So, so, um... Yeah, with parody law, it needs to be as different as it can be, but roughly the same. That's why this Sonic, he, he's a little bit different. His nose is more in between his eyes. Uh, bags under the eyes, a little bit of a pot gut, and always wearing a shirt. Sonic doesn't mm, wear a shirt. Human mm-hmm. hands. And human hands. Human, human white hands. hands. So. <laughs> So yeah, so uh, and that's what's the beauty of this film is you can uh, or any film really you can name drop anything and you won't you, you won't be done by copyright. That's why there's a lot of references in the dialogue. Like one of my favorite ones is when uh, they're talking about the raid that the that the police did, the failed raid on Nickelodeon stu- uh, Nick <laughs> Junior Studios. Yeah, and they make a reference to one one of the cops uh, uh, got um, attacked by the Paw Patrol, which I actually quite like because I... <laughs> <laughs> witnessing the Paw Patrol like all day. Uh, I do appreciate this line where uh, the guy got got attacked by Paw Patrol, and he won't be able to have children. Did you just say that? <laughs> Did you say a bunch of puppies just castrated a guy? <laughs> and all throughout the fi- all throughout the film, that that that's how they sort of name drop like different things. And yeah, and parody law and all that. Uh, and yeah, what was I going to say? Yes, and this is a good segue to talk about copyright law with bootlegging. Yeah. Yes, yes, <laughs> because yeah, the uh, you know basically the the premise of the film is that um, you know there's this. Uh, 
bootlegging of, of, of cartoon and animated characters that's going on. Because, uh, um, you know, Monty gets uh, kidnapped by them um, because he owes them money. Um, for cheese. For cheese. He's got a cheese problem. Um, and, uh, yeah. And I. This was the most fucked up thing about the entire. Like, when we, we find out. Like the process, bootlegging. I thought it was fucking genius. I will say up top, but my god, this was the one. This is when I say this movie is not for children. This is what I am fucking talking about. This is such a twisted adult concept on <laughs> on a fucking childhood thing. Like it's so, it's like sausage party, but better. Um, <laughs> but, but actually good. Um, my God, nightmare fuel, nightmare fuel, having these, you know, parts removed from them. Like they get their mouths erased and they get, you know, completely reconstructed by this machine and then get shipped off to God knows where to be God knows what character. And it's not even necessarily of their a, a, a rip off of their own thing that they were in. It's they make them look like other things as well, which I also yeah. thought thought was terrifying. Um, but yeah, God damn. Well, well done to the writers on this one. For, for just releasing some truly cursed images into the That's world. That's why, yeah, this is why I was surprised this is a Disney film because yes. I'd expect, like, some other thing to do something something similar and not necessarily having, like, IPs from from Disney or anything like that, like yeah. key things into it. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, and this is... And when Flounder... Oh was being apprehended, this is the bit where I thought, I need to tell you to watch it. <laughs> because, yes, this is the best premise of of any film that's dealing dealing with, like, animation and also a good um, precursor or a, a successful s- a sequel, whatever it's called. I can't remember the name. But for um, uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit because they sort of deal with something similar in that as well. And there was also a reference to Roger Rabbit with um, one of the tools that um, uh, uh, Pete actually has is called Dip. Yeah, which I didn't notice because obviously, A, I haven't seen the movie, but I watched a video... Uh, before we podcasted that kind of broke down some of the um, references to other things and characters and IP and stuff and they pointed that out and explained that there's a whole thing in Roger Abbott about this chemical that sort yeah. of kind of worse than bootlegs them you know it, well, effectively destroys them so I'm like that's also fucked up <laughs> yeah. I don't like that don't, don't, and it was like all it. led by a grown up Peter Pan Oh yeah, can we, that was yeah. unexpected. Can Mafia we, Peter Pan. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> talking about IP, like, how did they get away with making a Di- a Disney IP as the villain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I I I feel like Peter Pan is probably the perfect 
character to do this because, you know, he's the boy who never grows up. He's eternally this kid who, you know, is only viewed as this kid, right? So when he starts to change and he starts to grow up, they don't want him to grow up. And so they just kind of forget about him and treat him like trash. So his story, when we get his backstory in this, it makes a hundred million percent sense. Um, and I, I, I think that's, again, another great case of really good storytelling in this film. But it but was mind so... You, but mind you, that, that is a bit of a plot hole. If you have a machine that can augment you, surely you can use it to make you look young again. But no, fair. That's fair. I didn't even think of that. Like, that's <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. Um, but regardless, regardless, I um, fuck. I forgot what I was gonna say. Uh, I I think I was just gonna comment on just how fucking just kind of I don't know. It's like ugly Sonic, but different. Seeing like a a version of Peter Pan that's Peter Pan but not Peter Pan middle aged uh, middle aged Peter Pan. Pan with a gut and and stubble and just looking not, but we've not seen that in Hook up. well that's different <laughs> that's I just realised that when you said we've never seen Peter Pan with, with a bit of a beer gut and stubble and <laughs> and receding hairline Hook <laughs> That's different. That's live action. This is this is an animated version of of the Disney film from the fifties and sixties, whenever it came out. Sixties, um, <laughs> yeah. I think. Yeah. I think it was sixties. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but no, a very good choice for your villain of the film. Um, Fulia, what did you think of Peter Pan in this? Or or, or what was he called? Sweet Pete. Uh, sweet Pete. Yeah, Sweet Pete. Yeah, Sweet Pete. <laughs> um look i i kind of understood why he like he went through his own little depressive sort of moment but to turn around and do bootleg on other beloved characters just why <laughs> i i didn't like that idea and coming from from what is he supposed to be like? Uh, I don't know. Like, I I didn't know what to to think about Peter Pan. It just it was not somebody that I was looking favorable towards. <laughs> <laughs> you can never watch Peter Pan ever again. No, knowing what he grows not without up to. thinking of this now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, yeah. I I think uh, it's probably just a simple premise. They they were just doing it for the money, and that's it. Yeah, nothing really nefarious. It's just you know cash, money, easy. <laughs> yeah, just making a making a, a living in mm. in a weird and twisted way. It's a living. It's a living. <laughs> and there was a Flintstones reference as well too. Yeah, there was. Ah, so many references, so many different things. It's just, it's insane. You would literally have to watch the movie in slow motion if you wanted to catch everything. South Park because is even mentioned. I know. Randy. Randy. Randy made an appearance, which was great. And I was disappointed that he didn't get any dialogue or anything, but fair enough. Um, you know, um, but yeah, still, 
still quite funny just to see him randomly pop up. Um, yeah, I there was a there well there was a, a, a sort of a Easter egg in the background that I when I was looking up Easter eggs, um, I didn't notice. But there's a lot when like obviously there's a lot in this whole movie, but in particular the main street scene. Oh, yeah. When when Chip and Dale are walking down the street and all the animated characters are selling their wares and all of that, um, there's actually a screenshot, um, and I I might actually send it to you guys so you can see on the chat. Uh, uh, actually, I'm just gonna take a photo of it and send it because it's in a weird file format. And it would just make more sense if I sent it this way. Um, bear with me one second while I do this. Okay, it's coming through. Right. Yeah. Oh. Tell me if you recognize what's on, what's on the wall in the background of that photo. Ooh. Uh, I don't know how to tell. We're talking about the car or the the wall? No, we're talking about the wall. There's a mural there. Ah. It's a bit so, blurry. Banksy. It's a, it's a bit blurry. I'll take I'll I'll take a photo of what it's referencing, and see if that piques your uh, your curiosity a bit. If that helps you figure it well, I'm gonna Is just. It- Show you exactly what it is. Is it Post Malone? No, it's not Post Malone. <laughs> because he, because he sang the sort of updated hip top. He did sing that. Which they make fun of that. Oh. Mmm. There okay. is a reference in this movie in the background to Into the Spider Verse. Wow. Um, which is very very cool very very subtle um one of the producers of spider-verse actually confirmed um phil phil lord himself um acknowledged it um so well, that makes sense I, yeah because so the lonely just, islands did uh, everything is awesome and they yes. did the lego movie and they did the lego movie so it all makes sense but yeah i just thought and I, lego les miserables <laughs> that was yeah man that, yeah. was, that was one of my favorite little Easter egg references to other IP. Um, some of my other ones I just want to quickly mention before I throw to you, Folia, for some of your favorites. Um, I really enjoyed the scene where Chip's walking down what it looks like Hollywood Boulevard and he's look, and we get all the billboards. Mm-hmm. I'm just, for some reason, I, I can't get the cursed image of Meryl Streep with no hair out of my head. Yeah. <laughs> As a middle-aged man. <laughs> Missed. Mr. Doubtfire. Mr. Doubtfire. <laughs> that was very interesting. Very, very funny. Um, and then the whole Batman versus E.T. thing was a bit <laughs> was a bit weird. I didn't get that, but I thought it was hilarious. Um, again, obviously they can use those characters because it's in a parody. But parody law. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but I th- I thought that was pretty fantastic. I was hoping for some for a kind of a. A spoof of the Martha moment, which is kind of what we got, but not exactly. Um, when they showed Chip actually watching a bit of the movie, I thought that was very good. Um, but probably my favourite cameo and a reference, and of course it's me saying this, um, 
Ant Man. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Paul Paul Rudd has a small cameo in this movie, uh, twice. Um and he's <laughs> he's talking about how fucking Ant Man was originally supposed to be Ant Man. Um and I just thought that was hysterical and they followed through on it by actually giving us the poster. Mm-hmm. For, for Aunt Man in the credits. Now we want that movie. Now we want that movie. I thought that was. I thought that was absolutely brilliant. So there's yeah, there's just so much humor to be found in a lot of these little Easter eggs and IP references. Fulia, um, did you have any favorites or like little characters and Easter eggs that you saw when you were watching this? I like the fact that the realistic vehicles were cars. <laughs> Yeah, Disney Pixar cars. <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> it was so good. Um, and what else did I like? Oh man, I love that they brought brought up the Ness. Nintendo yes. for the win. Nintendo yeah. reference. <laughs> and the and the original Chippendales games. I think Video games, yeah. I think there's two of them. Yeah. Mm. Um. I like I liked when we were going through the um the bathhouse uh where we see all these different like characters that we all know. Scrooge McDuck in his pool of gold. Yeah. <laughs> and may I add, voiced by David Tennant. Hey. <laughs> I love that. Really? In the credits. That's fantastic. That's awesome. He didn't say a word. He just went, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He just, like, laughed. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's so good. Um, what else did I... I really enjoyed the Paul Rudd cameo. That was <laughs> so funny. It was very good. <laughs> made me giggle. Uh, Skeletor and He-Man at the yeah. convention <laughs> together. You know, they're supposed to be, like, enemies in the bloody shows and... Here they're like sitting together at the table, you know, doing autographs. Meh, <laughs> meh. This this movie. I was trying man. to see if, I yeah, I was trying to see if, if it was if it was Mark Hamill, but I don't think it was Mark Hamill. No, 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 it was OG. That would have been the original yeah. voice actors. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe Possibly. not the original voice actors, but definitely going for the original '80s series. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, like even just looking at all the different like bootlegs. Oh my gosh, one of the bootlegged characters, you know, the movie uh, Robin Hood, the Disney movie, more Robin Hood animated. Robin yes, Hood. your favorite yeah. one. Yes. My absolute favorite. I picked out a character that got bootlegged in this. I don't know whether you guys noticed. Okay. <laughs> mm. You know how there's the little, the little rabbit who wants, who idolizes Robin Hood? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And his friend, the turtle. Yes, it was his head on he, one of them. He's that turtle. I saw. He's got. He's got this muscular body. Yeah, like hulked out body. He's one of them that got bootlegged. Yeah, and I, I saw that, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's he's from Robin Hood. <laughs> yeah, the same group that was coming out of that um, uh, cargo um, uh, the shipping container. Shipping container. Uh, one of them was I saw it immediately. It was it was the guy who was wearing the um, Fred Flintstone shirt. 
Mm. But oh yeah, yeah. But he's actually Bigfoot from uh, uh, a Goofy movie, <laughs> and he was wearing a pair of underwear as well, which he was actually wearing on his head. Yeah, yeah he was actually wearing that in that in the a Goofy movie as well. I thought, yeah, I, I I know that one. Deep cut <laughs> reference. I love it. <sighs> Oh my gosh! I also re- and then hmm? and then they they do they do this this bull, this billboard about a Chippendale or Disney a Disney version of Smash Bros. The game. I wouldn't mind that Disney Disney Afternoon Fight Fest. Yes, yes. <laughs> this giant billboard with all of these different Disney characters and Chippendale are like front and center. <laughs> from the Disney afternoon afternoon section, and it's by Bango Games. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Bandai Nemco, maybe. <laughs> Nemco. Oh man, it's there's so there's so much that sort of just pops up. Like I need to rewatch it again to be able to pinpoint different. Uh, all the different things, like even when you know Chip was walking down, you know the what is it, the Walk of Fame, the Hollywood Walk of yeah, Fame, Boulevard, and you yeah. see some of the stars. One of them has Chun Li on it. Yeah, <laughs> as well Squidward, as Squidward, Street Fighter. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and Yogi Bear, and Yogi Bear, yeah, and SpongeBob. So they and they're Hanna Barbera characters. Yeah. Just by name. By name, yeah. No, you don't need to look at them. It's just by name and voice by name. Yeah. That's how they get away that's how they get away with it. Baloo from the jungle boot the jungle book reboot. Singing, you know, bare necessities, but in his own little way. Yeah. Like a different yeah. version. I love, that. I love that because there was actually uh, an actual story behind it where they where the the original Baloo was from the Jungle Book. Uh, he was also in Tailspin, so he's actually sort of um, part of the uh, Disney Afternoon crew, like with Tailspin and and uh, all the others and Chippendale and all, and all them. And then they they uh, continue his story. It's like, well, he got the reboot for um, uh, the Jungle Book live action version, and I thought, oh, that's pretty, that's pretty nice and sweet, and I can see how that, uh, see how this sort of universe works how these characters are the same characters. So <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's very, very and cool. The, and the last one that I want to mention, Lumiere at the convention. Yeah, Lumiere was pretty funny. <laughs> he's, and he's got his own little table next to Dale. It was so cute. And it, I think it's the same voice actor as well. It sounded like it. I don't think so because I think he's dead. Unfortunately. Oh. Oh. Okay. okay, so might have been someone that could do his voice then. Oh, yeah. yeah, well he did. Like, he did very it well. Very well. If it's not yeah. the same guy, I'm gonna just. Yeah. I'm just gonna quick squeeze. Yeah, yeah. And the fact that Lumiere can actually, you know, ha- that he actually helps Dale Chippendale. Yeah. As well with his little flames. Yeah, it's so cute. Well, it <laughs> helps him out because I think there was a uh, Beauty and the Beast TV show. Yeah, I think Way there back was. Then. Yeah. yeah. So, so you know, they're sort of uh, TV TV guys 
friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the I don't really have a favorite, but they're the ones that really just popped out for me. And that made me yeah. sort of like, it just blew my mind. I was like, my gosh, there's so many different characters from different franchises. I just, I, my mind couldn't handle seeing it all in this <laughs> one movie. <laughs> I know, right? It's oh a lot. Um, I am so close to finding out if it's the same actor. I think it is. Because this guy, this guy, um, is it Jeff Bennett, I think his name is, that I've looked up? Yeah, Jeff Bennett is the actor. And he's a voice actor who's been working for a very long time. So I'm gonna call it that it's the same, it's the same actor. Um, okay. Let me find it. Oh, I'm wrong. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I was so close. I was like, oh yeah, we're getting down to like 1991-92 when Beauty and the Beast came out. Nah. Um, nah. He's he was in the Where's Wally TV series at that time. He was the voice of the genie in something else, the little mermaid, something else. He did he did he did some um studio Ghibli um English dub, Tiny well, Toon no Adventures, <laughs> Batman. He's he's the voice of Hardak in Batman the Animated Series. Hardak. The Batcave computer. Oh. I think that's who. I think that's. I think that's what it's called. It says Hardak Batcave computer. H e r d a c. Anyway, we're going off topic here. I was I'm wrong. I'm sorry, Bruce. I'm afraid I can't let you do that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, he's a voice actor, so he's still alive, but it's not. Yeah, yeah, it's not the I same don't think guy. it's the original guy from the movie. It's not. The, he just did, he just did a very good job. Yeah, you were yeah. right, Mike. You were right. I got I, an ear for, for voice. You got an ear for that. <laughs> yeah. you, got a, you got a bit of an ear for that. Um, I got two of them. Two of them. A. I, I right. think what I I just want to say one joke sort of made me sort of giggle for the longest of time was was um was when Chip and Dale were actually sneaking into the baths and they were doing their very bad New Yorkan accents. Neat. <laughs> hey, I'm walking here. And, <laughs> and just the cherry on top of, where, of, of when Dale says, is, Dale says, yeah, that accent got me fired from Law and Order. <laughs> that was my favourite joke. <laughs> I don't know why, but that was just my favorite joke. Just to tie tie it up. It like, was great. Wow. <laughs> it was that was very very good joke. Yes. Um, Mike, did you have any any favorite um, Easter eggs and IP characters that you saw in this? Um, Darthwing Duck. Yeah. Full circle. Yep. Give me that fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> Original cast voice. Because <clears throat> then you Do can it. have Dan Castellaneta as Megabolt. Yes. And I want it now. <laughs> That's all I ask. Yeah, not for much, just that. Yeah. yeah. And also, if we're going to tie up here, uh, I love the putty fight. Yeah. 
Yeah. That was yeah. my that's one of my favorite things. That was and, that was good. And that will be such a good concept for like a hor- horror movie. Someone yeah. getting attacked by by clay. Yeah. <laughs> and having clay to figure face. out how That's to how you do Clayface. Clay that's how you do Clayface. There you go. He has like his little minions and he just suffocates them. Oh, did we did we sort of like gloss over the fact that there was a Fast and Furious baby? Oh yeah, with I forgot about that. Vin Diesel poster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cheap shots. There, there were two. Yeah, there were two, two references to the Fast and Furious franchise and two different posters. And yeah, I guess you know if the fruit's hanging low. Yeah, I'm surprised yeah. there there wasn't a, a a rock reference. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I'm just like looking at a website here that's giving the all the different like Easter eggs and cameos and stuff. Yeah, Dobby was in this. Yes, uh, behind Dale was a ad in a Gucci. Yeah, ad. for Gucci, and it was in. <laughs> it was blurred. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was Dobby in like a what? in like um, oh my god a denim jacket. Yeah, I can see it. Oh, holy fuck. That's unbelievable. Oh my god. Unbelievable. <laughs> yep. This movie, man. This fucking, <laughs> this wow. fucking movie. Yep. That's a lot of blink and you miss it. A lot of blink and you miss it. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, that's why I really want to go back and watch it yeah. again. Freaking! I can I can name a couple. Uh, there was a Johnny Bravo gym billboard. Yes, and yes, there was that would that. make sense. And also a a campaign poster for for butt butthead. Head. <laughs> yeah, on the on the chair. Uh, funny. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Um. All right. Well, before we before we finish up, I'm just going to close with just mentioning um, two other things in the movie that I really really liked. One was um, Keegan Michael Key, of course, um, as this uh, you know not Swedish chef person. Um, yeah, because the Norwegian um, Mr. Bjornsson. Uh, wasn't, wasn't, wasn't it like the the Swedish baker or something like the that? The Swedish baker. Yeah, like. I fucking lost it because he was he went from like doing the whole hurdy gurdy hurdy gurdy sort of thing like just you know but not doing that but like having the voice the accent and then as soon as Chip and we and want Dale, some stinky cheese we want some stinky cheese as soon as they they dropped that he just the way he went from this nice Swedish muppet to fucking a guy you don't want to fuck with. It, it, yeah, just all in the voice. You're a cop. <laughs> oh, I fucking I died. I thought it was. I thought that was so funny. But the 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 gag in the movie that killed me the most was the fucking uncanny valley. Yeah, <laughs> I just thought that was <laughs> beautiful. Yes. Oh my! That's why. That's why I in the in when I was watching it, all of a sudden I just wrote cats. Yes, I so, yeah. I thought back to you writing that and going, oh my god, because yeah, they put the cats from Cats in in a brief shot in this. But I just, <laughs> I just love the fact that they were like, 
they made the uncanny valley a real place in this world where you know all of the bad cg animated characters kind of go to die sort of thing like i just you know and these I wouldn't say came... die, just, it's like skid row well yeah you know what i mean yeah it's just like yeah it's like the bad part of town where they all they all live and there's nothing behind any of their eyes and it's just uh yeah I just as, oh, and, as the, a and the Coca Cola bear was Peter Pan's friggin' accomplice. <laughs> yeah, the 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 polar bear. The polar bear, yeah. Uh, it's just like a non-specific cola. Yes, <laughs> but a I non-specific just... branded cola. <laughs> um. Yes, but I just really, 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 really like that that joke. I thought that was very funny and how it led into you know, Seth Rogen's kind of troll-like character that was very much an Uncanny Valley sort of a character. Um, that was very amusing. Um, yeah. yeah, this was... He, this was, this was, he was this like was a, a mixture movie. of a lot of things. Beowulf, uh, Polar Express. Yeah, I thought, it was po- I thought it was Polar Express, to be honest, at first. Yeah. But, but yeah. Yeah, it was very, it was very, very good. Um, yeah. I, I I enjoyed. There's a lot to love in this movie. <laughs> and one of the and reasons poor, and poor Chip, man, poor Chip gets a Snoopy ear. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It was great. Um, final thoughts, Fulia. Anything else you want to talk about? Man, I, I. There's probably so much more I could say about this movie, and I just want to keep nitpicking all the like, pick out all the little things that are that are out of this movie and see how many more I can actually find. But I, I need to rewatch this movie and just sort of really look closely and pay attention to it. So I, I am hundred percent going to be watching this again. I am going to be recommending it to all my friends who are interested in anything animated. Um, I, yeah, I just really enjoyed it. And especially because it sort of harkens back to, who framed Roger Rabbit, and I I just, I loved it so much. Would so. you need to watch, Kendall? You need to watch Yes, it. you do. Be traumatised like the rest of us. <laughs> I will give you the Blu-ray. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Good. You can watch it. Good, I will. Um, yes, I 100% need to watch this again, uh, and I am giving this a 4 out of 5. Yeah, just pure for just for pure entertainment value. I didn't, I didn't, ra- I didn't rate it, but I'll give it a three and a half out of five. Yeah, <laughs> it's a high, a high three and a half mm. from me. Um, Mike, what do you, what do you, what do you reckon? Fine, f- final thoughts on a score out of five. Score out of five. <laughs> Hello, Wayne. Um, <laughs> I really much enjoyed this movie, and a somewhat great surprise uh, how how happy I am after watching it uh, best multiverse movie ever <laughs> yes <laughs> no <laughs> so far and there was a reference to the Simpsons there was uh, a reference there was a couple of references oh you f- fucking Rick and Morty reference too yeah, there's yeah. A Rick and-, and a pickle Rick and a pickle, yeah, there's a pickle Rick. And there's a pickle Rick. A pickle um, Rick! A pickle Rick! Uh, yeah, and yeah, I give it... Um, I think it's high up there. I think it's like four and a half 
Shrek bottles <laughs> turned into... <laughs> Shrek soaps. Shrek soaps turned into portaloos out of five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well said. Oh, good. All right. Well, I think that about wraps up our big spoiler ass discussion review of Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Definitely recommend people watch this movie. Um, yes. You, you will have a good time. You'll get a kick out of it and uh, appreciate it. Try just watch it unspoiled, even though just, we've yeah, just try. spoiled it. Yeah. <laughs> just don't show it to your children. Not yet. Yeah. Wait for them to grow up a bit. Yeah. When they're a bit more um, uh, film savvy, so they can appreciate it a bit more. Yes. Yes. Because, yes, definitely if you understand all the references and all the other IPs, you're going to appreciate this movie a hell of a lot more. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The sock puppet killed me. I had the sock puppet. I don't remember the sock puppet. Where was the you, sock puppet? He was you a don't police officer. The sock <laughs> oh, he's a police officer. Right, right, right. Talking sorry. to Putty. Talking to Putty. Yeah, okay. I'm tired. All right. I'm sorry. I forgot. You don't him. remember the sock puppet. <laughs> I don't remember the sock puppet. Um, Media's outside, boss. Yes. <laughs> it's very it's just funny. Simple. But effective. Yep. Yes. 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 So let's please not have a sequel. Thank you very much. <laughs> not needed. Don't. Don't need it. No, it's not. It's not. Not required. No. Unless you do a Darthwing Duck movie. There you go. I've said it three times. It should happen in yep. the universe now. I know. Yes. This, I know how the secret happens. Darkwing Duck. Darkwing Duck. Darkwing Duck. Let's make it happen. All right, that's popcorn culture. I am the turn that flaps in the night. <laughs> that's popcorn culture done. Um, yeah. uh, almost time to depart. Just got to plug a couple of things first before we go. Mm-hmm. Um, in case you missed it, uh, there's a couple of Fred podcasts that have just dropped. Um, last week there was uh, the latest Fearsome Friday episode of Fred Watch with Wayne and myself talking about Friday the 13th Part 6. Had a lot of fun with that one. Um, Mm. So can't wait to to dive back into um, the Freddy versus Jason of it all soon at some point. Um, But yeah, go check that out. What's the next one? We're doing Dream Warriors next. Ah. <laughs> and I do appreciate the name drop as well. Yes, of course. Thank of you. Course. You're very welcome. You're mm-hmm. very welcome. Um, so go check that out. Uh, of course, um, during this week, there is going to be a new episode of the monthly at Winifred's Fulia. Yes, there is. Yes, Fulia and I. Uh, shall we tell them what we're going to talk about? Sure. Uh we oh sorry i'm a fan (laughs) (laughs) i get to learn it early oh yes also you may not want to listen to this episode because we are going to be talking all things lego masters season four yeah uh, on on the monthly spoiling everything um okay yeah sorry Watch the show. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna dive into our thoughts on that. I'm really looking forward to uh, that one. That should be fun. 
Um, you excited to discuss Lego Masters, Fulia? Yes! Can't wait. And we get to talk about all the different uh, builds that they did and, you know, all the different teams. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be fun. It's yeah. going to be fun. Um, and then there was one other thing, Fulia, isn't there, that dropped recently? Yeah! So, uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm a big Eurovision fan. And mm-hmm. I've managed to convert Kendall over to the Eurovision side. Yeah. <laughs> One of them. One of One them. One of us. <laughs> Let me join the EU. Yes. So, <laughs> yes. And uh, so last weekend, uh, the Eurovision Song Contest happened, the grand finale. Yes. Um, and so Kendall and I uh, got together and watched the grand finale we recorded some live reactions to the results, which was interesting. You guys <laughs> were angry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, and, uh, of course, we then discussed just our overall thoughts about the, our favorite songs, our favorite moments, and just everything that happened throughout that grand final of Eurovision. So... Go check that out. That is now available for you to listen. Yes, please do. Go check yes. it out. Go check it out. Subscribe. And spoilers, we do we do also spoil who won. So <laughs> yes, if you case, don't already know who yes. it is. Well, I already spoiled it last week. Yes, we name dropped you. Yeah, and I do podcast. appreciate it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Michael. Yeah. <laughs> I remember you saying or something. Yeah. That, that fucking guy. <laughs> that fu- <laughs> this fucking guy. Predi- yes. Predicting shit. Fucking um, know it all. Shut the fuck up, Nostra, <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> Nostra, dumbass. That's, that's good. Nostra, dumbass. Oh, funny. I need all to write right. that down. I need to- you should. It's very good. Nostra, dumbass. Um, all right. Well, I think that'll do it for us for another week um uh, shall i wait for mike to maybe finish writing his <laughs> gag before <laughs> i cue I need, the end i need all the help that i need writing so many scripts <laughs> and i need quips and stuff hello quips i'm back stuff. Hello, you're back, and we're about to say goodbye because yes, and that <clears throat> that, that was a podcast. Was a podcast called and it's on. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest Fred content. If you'd like to listen to Fred the Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. If you'd like to watch Fred the Alien, you can head over to youtube.com forward slash Fred the Alien Productions. And if you're already watching right now, make sure to like the video and subscribe to the channel for more Fred the Alien content. Do it, you filthy animals. Yes, <laughs> yes, do it, do it, do it. Um, do it. Execute order, subscribe. Um, <laughs> and with that, I've been a Kendall Richardson. I've been a Fulia Kantar Major. And I am Batman kicking the ass out of ET. Wow! Margot Lister. <laughs> 
and, and you've just, just, just experienced a podcast. A podcast. Fred. Finally synced. Somehow I don't think so. <laughs> Delays yes. are fun. Delays are fun. We we enjoy a good delay. Remember to eat beef and tacos. And tacos. Yes, mm. bring them back. Tacos, tacos. Freddy lives. Loki dies. The doctor is in. And ch 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 bandel. Rescue Ranger. Ch 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 Remember to look after yourself and your mental health. <laughs> yes, please do. By watching Chipandale. <laughs> Sometimes some cries. <laughs> I could be here all week. It's a good theme song. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for watching Thank if you did you. so. We Thank appreciate you. it very much. Yes. Yeah. And. And. and... <laughs> mm. See. See.